for the sub. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Thank you for the sub. Hit subscribe. Hit that like <laughs> and check the description. One of the darkest things I've seen is mm. TikTok lives. And uh -huh. you'll see the people that are just, they're on autopilot. Mm. And they have all of these like rituals that they do to signal for their viewers to like subscribe or like. Like they'll have like weird hand motions or they'll mm -hmm. like say the same phrase over and over and over again. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dude, TikTok uh, lives have been my shit dark. recently. But uh, it's, it's, well, dark. it's very dark. There was one guy who's just like, hey guys, that's right. Lucky potato, lucky potato. And it's this guy with like a potato right, filter yeah. on a screen. <laughs> and then he's opening Pokemon cards packs. And he's like, he's like, he's doing it so rote. Like he's done it a hundred mm -hmm. times. Yeah, he exactly. flips him over, goes, ch -ch -ch -ch, goes to like the whatever number right. card that he knows is going to be the hollow. And he goes, Oh, fiddle and holozord. Uh, that's a hologram. All right, opening next one. Thank you so much for this up. And it's just like that. I saw a Vietnamese guy with like a fucking racing rig going like, ah, like <laughs> driving. The one, like, uh -uh. the one I posted on my story. And then there was one, one real quick. It was a fucking met. It said medically retired cop playing, <laughs> playing, oh, playing GTA Five <laughs> role play, and he's like, "Yeah, you think you're a bad guy, but now you're in jail." And he's like, <laughs> "Let me go like ahead and get the, let me go ahead and get guy. those cuffs on you off you real quick." Yeah, and he's got Don't like monitor it. here, monitor there, monitor there, monitor there, and it's like clearly that guy's making. Yeah. A full time the one I the one I wanted to mention. It's a sin that I'm gonna bring this up without just pulling up the video. I might uh -huh. have to like do that next episode. It's somewhere in like Southeast Asia. If anyone has seen this guy on TikTok, and I'm only bringing this up purely on this point about they're deep in the algorithm and they're on autopilot and they're doing right. repetitive weird shit because uh -huh. they know it's gonna like help them boost their account. It's somewhere in I don't know if it's like Malaysia or whatever. This dude sits in like alleyways. This is like a like a developing country. He's like in alley like streams of water like in the alleyway with a mermaid <laughs> with like mermaid pants on and he splashes in the water. He just splashes in the water like this and he goes And then, like, periodically, <laughs> watch. All right. Now it's, I feel like I got to find this. I feel like no, you got to no, no, like no, 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 I want that. I want that. I just want that to be wait, 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 Real quick. He periodically. So he he's, has the splashing motion thing. And people are watching, like, in the thousands. They're watching this. And then he'll just, like, subconsciously, like, on a rotation, he'll just be like. Oh, man. Uh, I, he's know, literally he's, he's beating himself. <laughs> darkest, so, darkest so timeline shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So dark to me. What's that yeah. Netflix show? The the Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. That's oh, like yeah, some yeah, Black yeah. Mirror I shit. It, I thought you think it's good. I will find this for y'all. I have it <laughs> on my phone. I just have <laughs> thousands. Of literally, I, yeah, right. <laughs> I will find this for everyone so they know I'm telling the truth. Like, no, bro, I, mean, I watched a I watched a porn star play Sekiro on on uh, Twitch for like three hours. Yeah, I feel like that was you know the best it could get. Yeah, dude. You know? well, there's there's streamers that sounds normal to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, like, it's, not, it's like it's not just like that's what I'm saying. In comparison, it's like <laughs> at least she's doing something. <laughs> and then he'll occasionally lean in and he'll like check the camera. Like, <laughs> I found a guy who 
his is missing imagine if you just took a shovel and took this part of your whole head off and it was like and he has like a tube and he's just djing it in his back oh he's awesome yeah that guy really, i know who you're talking about I've yeah yeah seen you've no, seen him right sick yeah he's actually a selector he he actually knows how to spin like he's a no, good 100 there's another guy he dances um, too yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a, a lot of disabled people are on tiktok live i see them all the time and yeah. there's another guy who is like a fucking pro apex legends player uh-huh. that is literally quadriplegic he's doing it with like his mouth oh with like shit. His, his breathing and shit wow like, he's like he's like it's a straw basically and see, he's literally fire. like he's literally yeah. just like that was fucking incredible. Y- y'all are talking about cool internet shit now. You're talking about porn <laughs> but, stars yeah. playing Sekiro yeah, and someone I mean, disabled I just body get out game. Of this, like, I want to get out of this dark space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, shit, no, was, I'm there. I'm like, too- I'm like, let's see, let's see how, <laughs> like, how dark it really gets. That shit feels well. so bleak to me. I'm just like, let me watch Adriana Chetrick play a Souls game real quick. <laughs> well, that sounds great. It was so fun. Yeah. It was very entertaining. I see, I see guys that are. I also get like dudes who are like the biggest anime heads ever and they've got like a, a fucking s tier to f tier like yeah. rating list yeah. and it's like 50 anime they've seen every episode of and they're like, oh yeah yeah thanks bro yeah oh you think bleach is overrated i mean that's your opinion yeah thanks thanks for the well, comment where's naruto on the list it's right here bro you can't see it Thanks yeah. for the donation. Thanks for following. Yeah. That shit is so sad to me. Yeah, no, that's I got so I I would get so bummed out sometimes just like watching how people engage with anime. I'm just like, I've gone into so many meetings and just been like, stop, <laughs> get some <Stop>. help. <laughs> yeah, get some, get some help. Stop. Uh, it. Get, get some, some help. help. <laughs> no, man. I just like the the whole anime space is just so like bleak to me, man. It feels yeah. like. Cause there was, Let it off your chest, man. Talk about it. I mean, it. bro, there was just like a brief little period from like. I feel you like, should also give context on like what you've done and like where you come out of, like what informs your perspective. I feel like before even. I mean, like yeah, with Beyond the Bot. And yeah, so stuff I like that. I've had now two anime channel, uh, YouTube channels, two podcasts. One of them that was an offshoot of those two channels, uh, and done a podcast for Crunchyroll that uh, called Anime in America just outlines the entire history of anime coming to the US um, and which is dope by the way yeah it's a it's a cool podcast I would love to do a second season I think I, it would be dope to like do it do uh, like, like continue that. it on <laughs> yeah. to, on uh, 400 million but like right because um, it's really interesting to me and that's the part of of it that really interests me. I'm not really super into, you have to watch every anime that's ever existed. That's weird to me. Right. Um, we were talking yesterday about anime as an identity, like yeah. otaku as an identity. Like right. you make it your, this is my thing and who I am. And like the distinction between yeah. like being someone who likes good anime, like just like you like good films, or, any other yeah. films or any yeah. other medium. And someone who's like, oh, well, Kawaii, whatever. Real quick, just side <laughs> note. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the videos of like, like people doing the ironic, like basically remix of that. Of like, oh my god, this is an American store. Oh, yeah. the yeah, hot dog. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, I've been seeing that for years. Like, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. In certain it's... like Japanese communities, like 
Yeah. Like Japanese folks outside of Japan, they've been joking about this for, for decades. Right. Yeah. That's it's, hysterical to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's like, I kind of had a chip on my shoulder about being a tsunami kid coming into this space because like everybody, you know, everybody has their own experience. Well, yeah. A but, little bit. Well, there's that element. And then there's also like, there's a lot of people that just got into anime that have seen everything that's on Netflix. And I cannot be that person mm. and I cannot like, I just can't engage with it anymore. There's a couple uh, Netflix anime that I that I like, um, but I like when people tell me that those are the ones that, that like grab them and those are the ones that they really fuck with, I just can't really like. Like I've gone yeah. into meetings with people in the industry that are like, yeah, we're trying to figure out our, our uh, like our space in the in the anime shit and they clearly don't understand it at all or respect it in any right. in any type it's of way a money thing. it's a money grab thing and it's like it's the same thing with hip-hop it's like when you look at the original people that were kind of bringing it over here and you like being somebody that's relatively young you kind of look at those people and just like oh they're just fucking like old heads or, or like like boomers about it because they do have a chip on their shoulder about like they straight up subtitled shit themselves wow and like i mean usually they had one japanese friend who (laughs) who transcribed shit but like they really have an attitude about like it's so easy for kids these days and all this shit which like if you look at it now and the way the space is like i don't blame the people that are just getting into it that are watching it but like right the the Disney's, the Netflixes, the HBOs that are just getting into this space. And some of them are better about it than others. Hulu is just like, and that's part of Disney, but Hulu just buys licenses to shit that already exists. And they have most of the anime streaming market covered. What are some but like, animes on Hulu? Because I, I, I think of Netflix. Let's not promote Hulu, Connor. <laughs> See, I guess not. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's well, what we're not going to do here. Well, well. First of all, Hulu does Without have live being sports. Paid for them. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, <laughs> what kind of shows are on this Hulu? fall on Hulu? This yeah. fall on Hulu. Hulu does have Boku live no sports. Hero. Connor. Academia <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. Did I get the title right? Is uh, that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but the, <laughs> I really didn't know. Boku no Hero Academia. Boku no Hero Academia. But what it, kind of it, sussy bakas are in, are in this shit? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> sussy baka is so funny to me. I'm sorry, it's still funny to me. I know it's like in the TikTok universe, it's so played out. But oh like, my yeah. god! No, yeah. it's still so funny. Yeah, it's Goofy per- Ah is another yeah, funny yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh um, my god. Oh man, he is a goofy. Op. I just <laughs> found out about like the origin of that. Like yeah, it was a like, white person that was trying to speak goofy, yeah. AVE in real life yeah. that they saw it in rules. text. So someone said goofy yeah, and right. they thought it was goofy ah. Right. And then yeah. someone's recording, like, it's a black person that's recording. They're like, say that again? What did you say? <laughs> and they're like, goofy ah, what? What? Yeah. It's like when Chile. It's like that girl that. Child. That girl or is Chile. Like, Chile. <laughs> like, Chile. You seen that? And she's no. like, she doesn't, and she doesn't like, drop. Chile. And she doesn't. 
<laughs> she doesn't drop the black scent the whole time. She's yeah. just like, I've been saying chili for years. What? Just like laughing through fucking like that long is ass uh, nails. That is just goofy eyes. The funniest yeah. thing. So I wanted to say uh, on the anim- on the anime thing though. Um, to answer your question, by the way, Hulu has all the like cla- like old anime, basically. Gotcha. Like all the legacy shit that was on Toonami, basically. Um, oh, interesting. So like uh, Sailor Moon type shit? Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Y'all are those... literally promoting Hulu right now. Pirate it. It's also yeah, available. Pirate it. Yeah, there we go. Pirate it. Pirate Open it. access it's movement. It's also on Pirate Rest Bear. in peace, Aaron Swartz. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, my whole thing with anime was like, aside from what we just described about, like, the distinction between oh well i like good anime like my identity is an anime and yeah whatever yeah um i literally don't i i've never kept up or watched like anime post i don't even know like two that like the 2000s for me like even like from the films mm-hmm. i've only watched a handful of like series mm-hmm. um like ovas um, but all of it is like from what the seventies to the late nineties yeah. or like early two thousands, maybe Ghibli's stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's funny now. Oh, I know who I was. I was talking to an animator about this um, because there's this whole retro anime wave now. That's what they call it, retro anime. Yeah. In the artist community. Um, but also, you know, people who just enjoy the aesthetic of it and whatever. And I was explaining how 10 years ago it was like when I the the, the times where I did sort of like try and talk with otakus or, or like otaku communities about like, hey, is anyone kind of just into cell animation or like have a yeah. special connection to this thing? And that's really it. I would just get shit yeah. for it. It was very bizarre. It was like. Cause these are people that they're yeah. like consuming, yeah. like it's McDonald's. Yeah. Like they're just like cons- consuming these like. Yeah. So we talk, being we more this, like yeah. Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon type stuff, like cell animation. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's before just like it's hand before, drawn shit. Basically, I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. it's before. Um, I mean, there's there's a mix between the two mediums technically, but it's mm-hmm. it's before um Any sort everything of was on computers. Yeah, got it. Okay, that's yeah. the shorthand. Dis- it's not just it's a style; it's like literally an analog animation. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. I have cells. Like I have. Damn, I could flex really hard right now. Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm doing it. Oh, okay. wow. Why not? Um. So, but I mean, <laughs> he's getting some cells. Yeah, well, he's gonna come back with an egg. He's like, this is a cell, right? Um, but uh, <laughs> he's about but, to nut on a napkin. He's right. like, this is a cell. These are cells. But um, what was I? What was the question that I was answering? We were well, you were giving us back story on on your context for anime, but then also people using otaku as a lifestyle versus this is a cell, yeah. Bro. You recognize that gentleman there? Uh, wow. Is that Shinji Ikari? That is. That is. You want to wow. hold it? Wow. Shinji Ikari. Shinji Ikari. So tell me, tell me about this. It's like, uh, what is that show where they auction off stuff? Tell me about this. How old is this? <laughs> I, give I, can give you I can give you about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so basically, there was a virgin whose uh, dad <laughs> makes some going a robot. Uh, they used to do these back in the nineties. Yeah. So yeah, a cell is just. Uh, 
I'm doing every, I'm not an animator, so I'm doing the layman's term shorthand of it all. Mm -hmm. But it's a, it's a it's bunch like of a illustrated. Cellulite. Yeah, it's a bunch cellulose? of. Cellulose or cellulite? It's cellulose. not cellulite. Cellulose. cellulose, I think. Yeah. I got yelled at one time for calling it cellulite. Yeah. Like, I asked the filmmaker, I'm like, do you guys shoot on cellulite? And they were like, cellulose. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what cellulite is? Yeah. yeah no, it's I, shit oh, all yeah. my body. Yeah. Just making sure. Just, um, it's late. But it's 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 layers. So, like, yeah. you have a, you'll have, like, a painted background. Right. And then you'll have, like, you also have sketches underneath it, too, right. that are, like, out outlines and then you put like the cellulose that's painted over and basically over all of that so it's like all of these hand drawn illustrated layers that make up a frame mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the animation is just you're cutting from frame to frame to frame to frame and they use these right. is that like a real one from the show Yes, Connor. I didn't know. Jesus. Yeah, you're holding you're holding something from that's, Evangelion. That's a frame right of Evangelion. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's a frame that's of crazy. his his animation history right here. Wow. Yeah. And the thing that's crazy is, you know, I got this in Tokyo many years ago. Yeah. Um was it before auctioned or no. I got it in a fucking a I don't store? Even know where to fucking put this now. I can um I can set it right here. Yeah. Um I got it in a shop uh, for, had to have been, it was definitely less than $100. It was like 60, 50 bucks. How the uh, fuck are something these just like that? around? Well, Do now you know it's now it's different. Now mm -hmm. something like that probably goes for thousands of dollars. You know what? They but, oh, I'll let you finish. Yeah. Like you know, I was just gonna say it's uh, to the retro anime thing. And now to your point about people getting into anime and like especially younger people they're they're getting into the legacy the old school stuff yeah they're learning about the history and like how fucking important that shit is yeah. so it's just kind of now everything is getting marked up when it comes just like pokemon cards or yeah. whatever now yeah. they were it was basically trash at a yeah. certain point in japan yeah. it's almost yeah like there was a point oh yeah well it's done throw throw it out there was and, a, two stories that i really love from the from the podcast but like First of all, like manga used to be cheaper than toilet paper. <clears throat> like people, you said that before. Like, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Like people would read a manga. That's how most people got their manga. Is like somebody would you would read it and then just like throw it away on the train, right. just like leave it on the subway seat. So that's how a lot it was of people so got. cheap. Yeah, and like after uh, Akira was made, I'm. I don't know why I'm insisting on pronouncing it right right now. I've always called it Akira. Akira. Is that how <laughs> yeah. it's pronounced? Yeah. Yeah. Akira. Yeah, but um. But after it was uh, produced, it was um, that like changed the game. Kinda? Well, it did change the game. It but it was um, so this dude Jerry Beck is the guy who localized it to the U.S. Um, he was with Streamline Pictures, was the name of the company. Oh, that's crazy and, too! Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, he he founded Streamline Pictures. Oh, you got a fucking Majin Buu. Again, you never showed me that. You know, I love that. Oh damn! <laughs> I don't know. You know it's it's literally in like my closet. Yeah, because I never why we found need a place to get you. I was like uh, wearing the hat too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's we need to get you space point. to hang these yeah. up sometime. Yeah, but um, that's amazing. Not to interrupt, but yeah. So Jerry Beck, figured. Jerry Beck localized uh, Akira for the U.S. and um, it was like, it was when they still thought, basically, anime was or cartoons were for kids. 
And so you want to? I figured you. I figured you want to look at it. No, I want some time with it. Maybe not now for posterity. This is so fucking dope. And it is like I was explaining to this animator that I was talking to. I'll probably um, be talking about him more in, in the future on here. But we were just talking about the magic of it. Like it doesn't go away. Like yeah. even when I hold that and I look at that, I'm like, this feels like magic to me. And I was yeah. I was explaining like as a composer, I feel that way about music. Yeah, you know, like I there was a part of me that thought the the deeper I go into studying orchestration or arranging or music theory, the magic is going to be lost. Yeah, right. but that's not what happens. You no. you just get this deeper and richer yeah. appreciation. Just. Oh, for the for the forever. for the giants who you know whose shoulders you stand on, you're just like holy shit, yeah. you yeah. know. Right. And he was explaining that from like a cell animation standpoint, yeah. and he does things uh, digitally, um, but he can animate emulating cell animation digitally. He's like one of the few people out here who can do that like properly. So you're talking about Akira? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> after it was after it was localized, it was this is like the start of Streamline Pictures, and they like. Basically, uh, like set the stage for the wave of localization that came and led up to like tsunami and all that stuff. It was before the big Dragon Ball so Z, Sailor Moon, Pokemon wave. That was um, kind of like that movie was like the first big like look. This shit can also be popular over here. Type yeah, shit. Yeah, that crazy. was the first like this can be popular and it can be for adults. Right. Like, I mean, it is very much for adults. I, yeah. And um, you mind handing me that, by the yeah, way? Of yeah, I'll just put it. But once it uh, once it was uh, I can do this one too. After the premiere, it kind of didn't take off right away. Right. And so, but dude is like proud of his work, obviously. And so he just like called up the studio, and was like, "Hey, could I get a cell or two? Um, just to frame up in it, like we just got a new office. Could I just get a cell to frame just as a commemorative thing? And without batting an eye, they're like, oh yeah, we'll send a ship over um, in a few days. Wow. And he's like, what do you mean a, sh a ship? <laughs> they sent a whole fucking cargo ship of Akira cells wow. to the California office where it was localized because they thought it was going to be worth nothing. Holy shit. Yeah. I've never heard and, that. And, and are yeah. like, Cause my confusion are like, are those cells ever duplicated? Like backed up? Like no, not <laughs> no. at all. It's just like they, this is uh, this frame. Well, it's like the most you get is like they're hand duplicated, so there might be right. a lot that looks similar, but like none of them. That's they're fucking all crazy. Original. Yeah, and Akira. It is. I'm. I. Well, I was just, just gonna quick, mention the quick. frame. The frame rate of the animation is higher than normal. It's like it's not twelve uh, frames a second of yeah. animation. It's like. 30 or some shit. Yeah, it's and they crazy. and it's some of the craziest hand-drawn stuff you like right the backgrounds. Like, well, not even just the backgrounds, but the way they like This uh, is the point exactly the way point they I was trace like light. Like the scene right. the little uh when the motorcycles are moving and you see the light tracers behind it. Yeah, huge. That's hand-drawn. And yeah. the way the streets move, it's so that's like, even it's the, the backgrounds. Every shit. one of the backgrounds. I'm like this is art. Yeah. yeah, that's my whole thing with like animation and like Japanese animation in particular, and like why? Because you know, there's like this you encounter these people that they'll, they'll be into other visual mediums or forms, and then when you get on animation, they're like, ah, "That's cute, right?" 
Right. That's like some yeah. kitty shit. That's cute. Yeah. And that's been my that's always been my whole thing. I'm like, do you realize human hands frame by frame did yeah. this? Right. Right. And you can't even look at that and just be in awe of that. Right. A moving painting. It's so it's a moving painting. Right. It's wild because like one frame is like that's like holy shit. That's one frame. Right. And yeah. these motherfuckers, humans organized to fucking make a whole movie of the shit. Right. And we act like our, the most detailed work you can possibly do artistically is just reserved for children. Like, right. no, like it's not yeah, it's worthy ridiculous. of anybody else. It's, it's insane. Ridiculous. It's insane. No, I think like Wes, one of Wes Anderson's favorite movies is End of Evangelion. Yeah. Like a lot of filmmakers, I mean, bro, the real, the real cinephiles respect. Yeah. yeah that's one of my things. I mean, the amount of yeah. the amount of uh, live action stuff that's based direct like directly ripped from it. Black Swan is perfect blue. Uh, right. Inception is Paprika. That's why I was joking about. Uh, no, yeah, the that, right, um, yeah, right. That Brandon Fraser movie. Being, the Matrix was inspired by Ghosts in the Ghost Shell. Ghosts in the Shell, yeah, hugely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kokaku Kirotai. That's the name of the Japanese song. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got used yeah. to calling it Kokaku Kirotai instead of Ghosts in the Shell for for some time so mm. i just wanted an excuse to say it we should call it we should call it kakariko village yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean y'all were saying akira so i'm like yeah, yeah might as yeah, well right. Right. Let's, let's do it yeah flex on them um. <laughs> oh, yeah man, that is- what's princess mononoke in Japanese, do you know that? Mononoke Hime. Mononoke Hime. Yeah. That's another movie where. Mononoke Dachi Dake. I actually have a funny video I could pull up. That's another movie that's like animated, I feel like, at a higher than normal frame rate. Those Studio Ghibli films. I don't actually know, but. Like, I don't know either, but I, I just remember. Yeah. When we saw, because I just saw it for the first time when we saw it at IFC. I'm not going to pull it up. <laughs> I, I remember seeing it in just the first scene where the the uh, the fucking leech demon pig yeah. comes out. I was like, this this ain't Nickelodeon. When I saw that arm fly off with that arrow, I knew yeah. I was in for something. Two, yeah. ar- two arms. Now, they worked hard on this one. I mean, bro, like, I <laughs> took his head clean off with an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like yeah, that's, like, that's one of my main things. I remember, it, I remember him saying that while we were. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was after or during, but you were just like, man, man that was fucking hard, dude. That was <laughs> the well, violence and the gore. Ex- yeah. I wasn't was expecting after, it to yeah. be that hardcore. Yeah. Right? yeah, but it's like it's it was like this um wholesome gore. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, like, well, it's like it's just real yeah. gore. Life yeah. is gory. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's by far his most violent movie too. Like, At least yeah. birth, it was PG thirteen. Birth yeah. is gory. It's not. Yeah. It's not horror gore. It's just like real gore. Yeah, it's right. like yeah. Mononoke Hime is my favorite film of all time, and yeah. that's that's what kind of relevant to this to this conversation or what I was saying about like because some sometimes you say like yeah you say an animated film is your favorite film of all time yeah or it's like your favorite movie and then they're like oh an- of in terms of animation yeah and you're like no <laughs> no, no, like, no all time no like right. all time and um no, I, when i was in I, when i was in toronto uh this past weekend i was wearing that ghost in the shell sh- shirt as i was walking into the hotel somebody walked 
walked out uh, and walked past me, and he turned back to be like, "Oh man, great cartoon." I was like, oh, <laughs> "Fuck you!" He's like that and Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm personally a SpongeBob guy. Yeah, love, Spo- <laughs> love SpongeBob. Love me some ghosts in the shell. Love yeah. SpongeBob. <laughs> love him. Yeah, great guy. Who could remember when she was invisible? <laughs> he can't see her. <laughs> She's running around in the puddle. Where is she? <laughs> Where'd she go? She's naked. Yeah. I gotta tell you, my personal favorite was Bato. He was a fighter. You really fought. <laughs> Tale of the Princess Kaguya, based on a Japanese folktale. She turns into the moon. Um, but I don't know, man. I do, I do get really upset about that shit, man. It's like the whole just, lifestyle or the, well, the cartoon the, shit. I think it all kind of intertwines in the in the sense that people kind of. Uh, infantilize it in a lot of ways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where um, they really make one they kind of diminish you by uh, like acknowledging that you're a fan of it and they're they're just like oh it's just like oh you like anime oh you you're like one that. of those you're one of those and yeah. like what also assume that you uh, watch hentai yes that's which, also a thing um, people think it's like I'm yes. joking when I say when I because they know I'm into they say oh Princess Monarchy and then hentai is the connection for them yeah but they think i'm they think i'm joking when i'm like i've literally never (laughs) watched hentai not even i've never like sought it out no judgment by the way to anyone who's into that or or whatever but um yeah, no. Just, There's been yeah. so much real porn out there. I haven't run out. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. That always seems, seems to be exactly. the very similitude for my dick is less. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. But um, but not the to be point, crass. The, uh, the point I was building, like people kind of diminish the artistic value of it, and even the people like film critics, mm-hmm. like professional or even or like semi-professional film critics who. Uh, discuss or um, review anime they kind of tend to do this shit where they they don't know how to really interrogate foreign work Mm. and they don't know how to interrogate like a medium that's still kind of not well understood in the US because we kind of skipped right past the artistic value into how do we reproduce it Mm. and so a lot of people just look at anime and they're just like this is beautiful 10 star or five stars 10 out of 10 right and they'll they'll even write a long review that's kind of critical at certain points and still be like 10 out of 10 right perfect movie they don't have context they don't have context (laughs) and they have this fear uh it's especially it's white critics well they they have this fear of like being perceived as racist or xenophobic or whatever the fuck to the point where they won't even give credence to the work to like really examine it right in a way and it has this weird double quality to it where they won't examine it fully but then on the studio like creative side still have no qualms about like yeah we're in production for a live action anime we're we're we have we got the yeah. rights to it like it's so like weird it's all the same yeah it's like the live action anime it's like i don't has there been a good one? I go into meetings with studios and I tell them stop. <laughs> every time they t- like every meeting You've I've got been to in, stop this. Every meeting I've been in where they t- tell me they're working on a live action anime, I'm like, why are you doing that? My right. whole thing for years why? has been saying you should if if you're gonna branch out, just do like CGI, like really yeah. interesting CGI. I'm not Which saying that that's are- necessary, but what was that uh, thing that? 
we were what movie did we see? And Demon I was, Slayer was no, there like, no, uh, no, 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 it was no. like Gantz or something Gantz. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gantz. Yeah, the one you, were, you always Insane, bring Insane, highly, it's a shitty-ass film narratively. <laughs> the writing is horrible, right. but yeah. from a, like, animation standpoint, some of the most mind-blowing shit you'll ever see yeah. in that in that film. Bro, I mean, highly recommend. Doug, like, some of the newer anime that, like... Uh, that I was he, saying on Dragon Ball Z, though. I was like, imagine okay. a Gantz-style Dragon Ball Z film that would go crazy well, if done, if right. written you know it was good writing well, and like the newest the most recent Dragon Ball movie uh, the Broly movie was all hand drawn for the most part and I thought that the was so dra- dope the Dragon Ball Z Super version yeah. of that yeah, yeah. It was I've all... seen that I was coming down off acid watching that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they like very aggressive yeah. film it was a very it was like a 45 minute fight sequence some of this yeah. but some of the scenes do cut away because they put it out before it was really finished uh-huh. Some of the scenes do cut away to what feels like video game footage. Yeah, which yeah. Was, but like some of the other anime, like Demon Slayer, they do all 3D landscapes and really give you that like full like visual picture. And it's one of the most beautiful anime I've ever seen. Episode 19 of season one, I still remember, is one of the most like Dude, beautiful I, animated. I just watched the first episode of that. Like Tony, one of my best friends, actually like my oldest friend, Tony, um, I got him into My Hero Academia, and he watched mm-hmm. 30 hours of it in, like, two weeks. Cop show. <laughs> <laughs> he he loved it. And, um, like, he was... We, we were, we're going to finish, like, the last four episodes together, but then he watched all of Demon Slayer, like, mm-hmm. very quickly. And now he's, like, four seasons into Attack on Titan. So he's literally been getting... He's been putting shit off, like, not been getting shit done because yeah. he just found out what anime is and now he's just into it <laughs> right and uh that's so funny demon slayer definitely i can just tell from the first episode is really fire i've also yeah. heard it's just a phenomenon overseas oh like, yeah it's, it's the huge the demon slayer movie is the highest grossing anime of all time i think it was the, what i think it's the first one to unseat spirited away wow what? yeah never knew that yeah holy shit i didn't yeah. even know i didn't even know the story was that level good like i mean it's just like an emotional show mm-hmm. it's like it's one of the first it's show- like there's a catharsis to the character development and like the battles yeah. have a lot of emotion behind yeah them. and it's one of the first probably the first shonen i've ever seen that like implicitly or really explicitly kind of interrogates masculinity right like the main character is really like uh Tanjiro, he's really just like uh, emotional. He cries a lot, not in the way uh, Deku cries in My Hero, but mm-hmm. like it really feels like it's. See, y'all are losing me now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, well, I'm in out I'm of. Sorry. I'm, I'm just, in out of my. I don't know about none of this shit. <laughs> Damn, she doesn't know about something. <laughs> wow. Let's keep talking wow. about it. Wow. <laughs> I've show. never felt I'll, that I'll just way. Let y'all know. I'm just gonna be back here. Just like, <laughs> Damn. Just staring at the moss on the wall. <laughs> Yeah, I've never Anyways, felt that way. Let's dig into my hero. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, it's just like a it like really interrogates masculinity. Like the um the main character, like he his whole family dies and he's just like it's just him and his sister left. Right. And um And it seems and- like who's the other guy that he meets who who tries to kill his sister in the first episode? What's that guy's name? I don't remember his name, but, but he's like, like he's more like yeah. the mask 
archetype. He's like aggressive and you gotta be strong. Oh, oh, that that character you're thinking of is Inosuke. Like, <laughs> Did uh, you say the mask? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For some reason, somebody, some motion, stop, stop it. <laughs> There's some demon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, 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 I but, forget. But he's yeah. he's the guy, the one um, with the boar, like the boar head mask. That dude no, was... no, no, um, <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's the um, character I'm thinking of when he like. He has like a boar mask. He's like a ripped, uh, never wears a shirt. But when yeah. he takes the when he takes the boar mask off, he just has like a like fem- effeminate face, like striking blue eyes and all that shit. That's funny. It's just like, oh, he's just hiding the, the yeah. fact that he's beautiful. Yeah, you know. I was um, gonna say the deeper y'all get into this, I'm just gonna feel more like a boomer. <laughs> like I hear just, oh, the mask. I love Jim Carrey. Mask. Beautiful, right. beautiful movie. I didn't, I had no My name is Cuban Pete, right? <laughs> I had no intention of getting in deep on this. <laughs> he said, "My name is Cuban Pete, right?" <laughs> I'm the. What did you say? The samba beat. The samba samba beat. beat. <laughs> Why did My you remember name? that? Right. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Uh, <laughs> my name is Cuban B, right? Folks, we all know I'm Cuban B. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I wanted to I wanted to zoom out a little bit on the conversation though. Yeah, please. To do. say like, I feel like I get, I do. Obviously, I get people you know for a lot of different reasons can be like oh you're you watch anime and then kind of be like oh that's weird or or whatever and i feel like some of it definitely can come down to like when it when it comes to like identity you know yeah. like talking about like the weeaboo thing and like right extending beyond the otaku thing like i'm into japanese animation like getting into you know talking about people who f- who end up stereotyping right. Japanese people or East Asian people in general right. and thinking that they just like, a, it's like another form of Orientalism right. that gets wrapped up in it and with it. And so if you are of, you know, a particular identity, you can kind of see that and kind of be like, yeah. let me kind of stay clear of that because right. that might mean they think all this other dumbass shit. And yeah, I don't yeah. want to deal with it, you know? Right. Yeah, there absolutely is that that element. And like, thankfully, in the spaces I've been in, I don't really get that impression. It's also like people, the, the space like, has developed and grown and changed yeah. even just so much in the last 10 years. So yeah. I'd imagine there's it's more awareness. Now. If, yeah. if, if, if you can the, believe it, it's even more popular than it's been. Yeah, and yeah. With, with the like flood of casual fans that right. aren't super deep like that, right. they just watch it like it's TV. TV, yeah. right. I yeah. think it's that normal. like fetishism and Orientalism has kind of subsided. It's still mm-hmm. there on the fringes, but like, it's not as in your face. Like you don't go to a convention and everybody's just like, I don't know. Doing yeah, that. I think I think to that point <laughs> yeah, of like yeah. because the the space has grown so much in the last ten years. Like I I don't even know what to call the space. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But otaku space, I have no idea. But like because it's grown, there's more of a consensus around these ideas. I would imagine of like, yeah, no, that's whack, or yeah, yeah. you're ignorant, and like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those. But it's still there, hundred percent. It absolutely is. There's still this like, yeah, ooh, you know, like this. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? <laughs> to be fair, I feel like that's more from like outsiders looking in. Yeah, because like when I go to like some boomer shit or just like some out of touch lame. I don't shit. know, man. Well, I feel like there's both. out there. You, there's you think probably there's cool people that are like. No, I think like, there are a hundred percent thousands of four chaners out there absolutely. who they just they're white supremacists and they love fucking uh what's his goddamn name? I'm not gonna remember his name. Oh um Mishima Mishima. Mishima. They love Mishima, oh. you know, and they have body pillows right. in their crib and mm. which is absolutely a thing. Yeah, uh, but it's like, but yeah, it's like it because a, it's so popular, popular now. Yeah. It's like these th these are the normie, you know, yeah. anime fans, and these are the yeah. hardcore. But they are not right. Chill. I don't even know what I'm saying. But you know, but you know what? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're chill. Exactly. They're like oh, saying yeah. some of them are hardcore, but they're not chill. Like the Mishima people. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, there's people that are more like, because there does seem to be an overlap between like the anime pillow. Nazi, yeah, anime fan, uh, weird niche absolutely. out there, 4chan thing. And, yeah, and let me see to give it historical context. Like the reason anime didn't initially take off, aside from like post World War II when it was like people didn't fuck with Japanese stuff, but like when they started trying to localize it and be like open about the fact that this is Japanese most people still kind of treated it with this like sort of outsider perspective where like sci-fi had an anime block where they were just they would be like at nine o'clock let's turn to the east to, to this <laughs> really? mysterious, this mysterious <laughs> no, sci-fi channel yeah sci-fi channel is where um, sailor moon w uh was before tsunami oh, and Lord. people know yeah, yeah. people know yeah. tsunami for as what launched Sailor Moon because nobody fucking watched sci-fi. And weren't because... they both owned by Turner, right? Sci-fi? No, no, no. Is that so... where, where they got the rights or whatever? Like, No, it was... Uh, to... So like I thought maybe there was a bridge there. So Cartoon, Net from Cartoon Network was Cartoon Network was owned by Viacom or Turner. Turner. Or? It was Turner. Yeah. That's why the original Toonami block was like Herculoids and Thundercats and shit. Yeah, they were just using Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. Did you watch uh, Thundercats? No. Damn. See the boomer. Right. The boomer oh! shit. Yeah, we're a few years older than Connor too, so it's like we're, we get to see the where the real line is. Yeah, you know? right. Well, that's kind of like up there with He-Man, kind of. Were you guys He-Man fans? I wasn't I a He-Man fan. I didn't know. I feel like I those are same animation style. Almost. Probably, yeah. yeah. You no, know, yeah, same style for sure. I have but yeah. really early memories of He-Man yeah. he being on the television when I was being like babysat. Yeah, by my um grandmother yeah no, i i, I would watch i watched thundercats for yeah. sure what what's the premise is it kind of like a voltron thing like they all come together and make some big so you, got, you got a little bit of thunder over here <laughs> and then over here you got some cats yeah <laughs> and you mash them all together and you got some thundercats and they're traveling through space and, and they're cats, fighting typically cats don't <laughs> like thunder <laughs> let me it's, tell you yeah. very spooky the cats yes. very spooky not the jason derulo cats <laughs> different kind 
I couldn't I couldn't tell you though. I just remember the main characters were all yeah. different kinds of like Yeah, I remember genus there was one ginger cats. cat with the yeah. big mane, right? Yeah, I remember him. Uh that was, was Panther one. Lionel was the main was that guy. Panther was my favorite. Were yeah. they just he was then, black. Yeah, black he was black. <laughs> were were yeah, they sure. just punching or they have swords? They had like guns. swords. Smoke- Oh, dog, that reminds me of one of my favorite videos. It's like, uh, we are totally, this is so old. No, we yeah, are yeah, now, yeah. No, we I'm are skipping like, over multiple generations of right, listeners right now. This is Jamie oh, Foles. We have time. We have time. <laughs> so, one of my favorite uh, videos online was like a Jamaican dude redoing the Thundercats theme song. It was, it was full co- blown instrumental or just it the was voice like, just over the vocals. Wait a second. Okay. And the video is called. speaking of which do you guys know have we talked about rasta mouse have i told you about that just speaking of jamaican no did you know that accent has ties to ireland by the way it's irish oh i did i did know that crossover did you know that i love weed that makes so much sense You know what? Work on that accent. Yeah, work on that accent. Yeah, don't do that. Don't Chet. I was gonna say, don't Chet Hanks. Right. Yeah. No, I was watching. A, I was watching a video of. Uh, <laughs> I was watching a video of a girl talk, uh, like a Jamaican girl talking to her mom the other day. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why do you sound European? <laughs> Right, like it sounded right. it was leaning way. I love it. I love to work on that accent. Like I, I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to refine like it. You've been doing it. In a you gotta trim the fat, baby. Yeah, you gotta really hone in, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Ertz, you ever seen that clip of a uh, of Brad Pitt? I would pull oh, it up, yeah, but, but uh, we would get copyright claimed in a hot second. We like, yeah, everything gonna be all right. Irie. Oh, that. That, I got that movie for Easter one year. Everything will be Irie. You got that for Easter. Yeah, um, in the basket. Meet Joe yeah. Black. Just my, I think my mom yeah. was just. Wait, like, what, is it what is it called? I think it's Meet Joe Black. Is no? Oh, is it Meet Joe Black? Yeah. What? Because he's like a ghost. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We Yo, got, merch. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Merch alert. Merch alert. Merch alert. Hold on. Hold on. Hear me out. Yo, if you're a graphic designer, we need a T-shirt of an Easter basket with me, Joe Black, sitting in that motherfucker. That's what we need. Just with everything going be all right. Everything going be. No, you said that on the back. Everything going be cursing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because he's like a ghost and he like connects with people yeah. and makes them comfortable. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the The part where he dies, where he gets hit by the car three times. Oh yeah, Connor, we can't move away from this Easter basket. (laughs) What? Who put the movie in the Easter basket? The Easter Bunny, obviously. Who? Which one? Was it your dad? Who was like, ah, no, my my dad's gonna love this. No, no, no. I think my mom. This is definitely what happened. No, probably like thirteen, something like that. I don't know. My mom, in the in her, you know, the goodness of her heart, probably was just like, "I've seen this movie. It's a good movie. Connor's in the movies. I'll just put this in the Easter basket. I think it was either Easter or Christmas, but I'll just say it was Easter, because usually Easter we got a DVD. That was like a thing. We would get a DVD. I remember wow. I got The Incredibles on DVD for Easter one year. Great, great soundtrack. gift. Wow. Great, great gift with all the special features and everything. But yeah, I think Micho Black. And I was like, what is this movie? I had like never heard of it. It was like Brad Pitt in some random movie. That had to have been years before you were getting that as a gift too. Like over a decade or something, right? What year did that come out? Oh yeah, it was like a it was like a late nineties Brad Pitt movie, if not like I don't think that movie is any older than like two thousand one. 
1998. Yeah. Old Brad Pitt. So it's like getting that as an Easter basket gift yeah. is just so bizarre to me. My, it's definitely like a, a random ass movie my mom probably saw and liked. Um, my mom will go see movies like very uh, sporadically and then mm-hmm. and then like a, a random one. I remember I saw Holes with my mom in theaters and it was the I day after no my- respect because I'm the new man. <laughs> got a shovel, shoes full of sand. Dig it uh uh um, oh, dig, oh, dig it uh 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 spot of lizards <laughs> all over here. Y'all talking about holes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah. talking about what holes. is I'm tired of grandpa. Let's do nail Is that what he says? I can fix that. Is that what he says? Oh, that's too damn bad. Yeah. Let's do nail Yeah. I met Dulé Hill one time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a plane. On right? a plane. Yeah. I can fix that. Yeah, I pissed myself on a plane next to Dulé Hill. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember he this. He said, I can, I, can sm- I can smell that. <laughs> yeah. I can smell that. I can lick, I can lick that. <laughs> I can smell that. You can um, on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I posted a, vi- a video of me t- telling that story on stage, and somebody tagged um, Cleo Thomas, the dude who played Zero. Mm. Hector Zeroni. Hector Zeroni, yeah. And then you take Madame Zeroni up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only the woods took his The bark on the, the tree was of his dick was the same as his thighs. Did you just make that up? Yeah. As the wolf sits below, thirsty and lonely. Howling to the moon. What was the shit they came up with? It was like, it was like gloop. It was like gloop, and it and it like yeah, made your yeah. feet stop smelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they came yeah, up with yeah. like Axe body spray. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. The onions or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out. Uh, what's the Fonz? I know Henry oh, Winkler. Henry and Winkler. Winkler. Yeah. yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Great work on Barry. Great work. Oh, I need to watch that show. We can't say what streaming platform it's on, but um. <laughs> It's a good show. <laughs> Listen, we have exclusivity clauses. Not without a couple of Bill Hader bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you call me a Bill Hader because fuck you. No. <laughs> fuck all bills. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, Bill Hader's really funny. Yeah. That's my Bill Hader. <laughs> he did the best Charlie Rose impression. Oh, he, he's oh. killed oh, Charlie Rose. Funny. Yeah. Welcome to the show, it's Charlie so, Rose. It's Charlie <laughs> Rose. Show. He does it hella stylized too, yeah. and it's yeah. like makes it so it's, much funnier. Yeah, he rules, and he's, he's like another example so of like it makes sense why like anyone in older than twenty five like is still kind of holding on to SNL as yeah, of it course, could be yeah. funny because yeah, it's course. like right. you Listen, had Bill Hader, right. you had Armisen, Bill Hader, Hader yeah. um. Fucking Kristen Wiig, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. we were young, but we still saw Will yeah. Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Um, God, Andy Samberg, even the Lonely um, Island. I, I was going to yeah. say, Pater's inspiring for me personally, just at a creative performance level, because he has struggles with anxiety. Yes. Right. And usually to so. hear him talk about how every single recording he was on the verge of like a panic attack, if not having panic attacks. Yeah, he's and he just and he just thugged it out right yeah. through the whole and you could not tell he's yeah, such you a confident tell. performer yeah. Right. yeah but he was like sick to his stomach 
every single time. Right. Yeah. It's just mind blowing. And he's had it. About. I remember seeing an interview where he talked about it and he's like, it's like, I used to be afraid to go on the school bus. I'm like, damn, you wow. were, you yeah. were heavy in the sauce. Early. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, he's, he's so, he's just he's, so talented. He's funny right? as a performer. He's a good writer. Like he wrote for South Park and pro- yeah. I mean, SNL obviously. And, and he writes a million different movies. Barry, he directs I mean, Barry. He's a talented director. He's right. a cinephile. Cinephile, great act. Like, that's as great a performer as he is on SNL. Like that show is just so deep, mm. performance wise. And I'm yeah, just no, like, it's like for his, him to sell himself as a hitman too. Well, there's that, but yeah. then there's. I don't also, think he he had a discomfort with that a little bit too. I think I remember yeah. seeing him talk about it in an interview. I could be wrong, but yeah. I I I don't watch Barry. I've never watched it, but. Whenever he does, you know, press runs, I'm watching right. his yeah. interviews, you know? Yeah. That's like the, that's, if I have a meeting and I'm, they ask me like, is there a show you want to write for or, any, or anything? That I would say Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's so, like, as far as his performance goes and just the premise, it's on like perfect blue level of like depth where right. it's like, where is the, where does the performance stop in real life right. begin? You know, it's like that type of wow. shit. Speaking of it's that. It's really... Yeah. Can we talk about the rehearsal? I don't know if you've seen I've not seen it. Yes. Oh, holy shit. We've been laughing so, our asses so, off in the Discord. Uh so next, next on episode, you'll get caught up on the rehearsal. I'm sure there'll be like two or three episodes out between this recording and our next recording. And it's yeah. short. The, the episodes are short. The second one is short. The second least. one's short. It cues up a third episode that's probably gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You've watched Nathan Fielder's, yeah, like course. Nathan for you, of course. Yeah, that yeah. guy's a genius. Yeah, he's man. a genius. He's a yeah. genius. Of the word. I, I like, I, went to, I like, kind of hate. I that went to business school yeah, in Canada, yeah. and I, went, I you graduated tell the with really good grades. You got to tell the absolutely story with him. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I will. But just to set the table, like this show, like he, I just want to say, like you cannot tell how much how evil he is in real life like you really yeah. can't that's the fucked up part is like yeah, he's so right. committed to it it's like a more controlled kaufman like it's like yeah, a, yeah but, it, but it's like right. it's like a mumble core awkward version of andy kaufman it's also scientific it's very like yeah he's, calculated everything yeah, is yeah, much yeah. It's, in a, it's, to a granular level he reminds yeah, me right. of a, like a tim rogers like a video game reviewer who will play a game for 300 hours to review it yeah. like like an inordinate amount of work going towards something that it's like you just are built different if you care that much for the bit to do yeah. this yeah. thing yeah and rehearsal is very much that i won't spoil anything about it but just like if like so i worked at Absolutely. In 2016, I helped transcribe the fourth season of Nathan for you. Yeah. I have no idea where I stand. And I, I think I'm straight. I did not get paid for anything I did. Not a single cent for anything I did. So I don't yeah, really that's fucking worth care. Mentioning. Yeah, yeah, it was right. a unpaid internship. And, you know, you get paid in clout for that. And I was like giddy to do it, you know, but mm. I did like. I got that I got that fuck it gene in me where I'm like, I'm gonna leave early. I'm not gonna try that hard. Yeah. Even though it would be good for me to like be a go-getter here. I really don't fucking care because one, yeah. I'm not getting paid. I'm not gonna work here. I'm probably not gonna live in LA. So fuck yeah, it. Right. So like no one everyone could tell I was not invested in, I yeah. didn't talk to anybody. I didn't make like I didn't like social climb or anything. The two the two things I can say though, one, <laughs> I did do voiceover for a comedy bang bang like bonus feature deleted scene thing that uh-huh. was funny and then 
and this is like every Abso intern like gets to be like, oh, I did, I was like an, I got my ass banked on Eric Andre's show uh-huh. or something like. Yeah. It's always yeah. like it's yeah. some you can take this home with you sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, you can tell that back at the yeah, family and yeah, I know that yeah, you did yeah, that. Yeah. And um, it's a little clout token, literally a clout token. Right. And, and then like there was some Eric Andre thing where the editor needed like eight people to say one thing at once and I was in the room for that. But um, so I've watched like, like literally dozens of hours of, <laughs> of uncut nathan for you yeah, footage yeah, yeah. and he will make people read he'll ask questions eight different ways he'll make people repeat what they say he'll mm. obviously like for nathan for you he'll lead them to saying something yeah, and he'll right. ask them to yeah. phrase how they're saying i mean it's like very 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 he does produced. it like yeah, a psychologist right. though yeah, yeah like and he and by the way like yeah he's brilliant in the show and everything but he's breaking character constantly he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like yeah. Laughing he's smiling all the time. Yeah, he's laughing all the time yeah. in uncut footage. Yeah. Um Oh, you're saying I, un, in the in the uncut in the uncut footage, footage yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. it's like he'll 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 <laughs> someone will say something, he'll be like <laughs> he'll he'll break character. Um yeah. and he'll be like, Oh, we could do that better. Like he's yeah. Kubrickian and his oh, we're gonna do this eight, seven that, times. Right. Yeah, no, well, he well, and it was so funny because there he he would he you would like see him showing cuts to editors and he'd be like like watching how everyone like reacts to it like uh-huh. you could just tell he was really like yeah, I know it's yeah. good isn't yeah, it good right, like, right, right. And, and you know he's a master at what he does but yeah. it was just funny like he he does like he's like a master manipulator in a comedic way yeah mm-hmm. but right. you you wonder okay where, where does this that... stray into reality and and he and he's got this awareness but you're like it's just the most meta modernist sort of yeah. fucking thing like yeah it's, yeah. it's yeah. so crazy but the the funniest thing is that before i started that internship i was uh in la for that summer i saw him once at a taco truck randomly just ran into him he was he was on a date with a girl at a taco truck it was like oh fuck that's nathan field right there like 10 feet away and then another time i was at a mac demarco show and he just was on stage pretending to play guitar like <laughs> as a bit he uh-huh. was just like emotionless just on stage right. and then when i actually got the internship you know i would just see him walk around the office all the time um but so abso has this birthday celebration <laughs> ritual where basically they'll just take a, a birthday cake and they'll light candles and they'll just bring it into a central location of the office this is the, <laughs> the one in glendale's like or wherever it is is like it's wide open you know right. so everyone's yeah. just in wide open space hey, desk tim, by the way <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, uh, hey i know tim and uh doug and other people hello <laughs> oh yeah it's true um, oh, yeah, fuck it we'll do it live I, I, fuck yeah. it. Fuck it. I don't care yeah um i don't care if i'm spoiling your birthday celebration. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry um but you know yeah so um fucking bring they bring the cake into a central location and they just go get the intern or whoever's birthday it is and they bring them to the cake and then they just start they just start an applause that has no ending it's like the bit is to keep the applause going for as long as they can and people will get up out of their desk come out of their office and start clapping and start walking towards you clapping 
and like the whole office will start clapping. It's almost That's like the really end scary. of the TV series Evangelion where they're yeah. all just clapping for Shinji. Yeah, it's like that, and it's just like interminable. And it's it was hilarious because if it's not your birthday, you do it, and you're like enjoying the yeah. fuck out of how awkward it is. Yeah, right. but yeah, Nathan was like ten feet away from yeah. me, just like yeah clapping yeah. when it was my birthday yeah. wow <laughs> and it was it was very bizarre that's but, one of my favorite stories period that's though. so it's hilarious that's, i love it i but, he's so funny to me man i remember when they were when he was doing the dumb starbucks thing and it was before the show you're saying I, in la yeah yeah and before anybody knew about the show it was like this yeah. was it was in the news and shit yeah, and he was going on late night and doing interviews and all this stuff. And I remember uh, I saw two different interviews on two different late night shows where they asked, like Starbucks had put out a cease and desist because he had, like straight up had a store called Dumb Starbucks. They're like, you can't use our logo uh, and all that, <laughs> obviously. And uh, and he said the funniest shit where he. Uh, I don't even remember how they set it up, but they but he was uh basically like like yeah we'll sue you or something like that. And he's like, I mean, I really hope it doesn't have to go that way. I think like you guys are really risking losing a very valuable customer. <laughs> <laughs> the legal um, the legal part of his show is what's always intrigued me more yeah, than anything yeah. else. How right. are you getting away with this legally? Well, right. and I, that's like, what I love about him probably the most too is is the pushing the limits. Yeah, bit. I mean. As a fellow neurotic person, right. I obviously love that. It's also why I love Tim Robinson because yeah. so much of his humor is just about how neurotic he is, how yeah. obsessive he is. But just from a process standpoint, a logistical standpoint, I'm like, <laughs> how is he getting this done? He he wants he, he knows yeah. the outcome getting he wants. Away with this. Yeah, yeah, he knows the outcome he wants, and he he gets he keeps getting it. So it's like, mm. how are you doing that? It's pushing it's the limit. Extreme, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. extreme neuroses. It's 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 like extremely anal he's yeah, extremely yeah. anal yeah. right i feel like he probably like sits in with the legal team like personally oh no of course yeah. oh yeah, there, yeah. he it, talked it, about like, that in one of this in one it of the blurs, seasons yeah. it like b literally blurs yeah like part of the story is like i oh man i i, I will talk about it next time more in You're depth about the but rehearsal like, yeah like yeah. part of the story is like what he's allowed to do and what he's not at yeah. times yeah yeah like um, it feels like a show where the legal team is just in the writer's room yeah like they are part of it they're on the set they're everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's like it's just <laughs> hilarious and there i like when i watched the first episode that was like one of the better movies i've seen recently like if that yeah. was like a short film, right. like I was like, wow, that was amazing. There were several times. There's a part in the beginning where, the, you know, I said the similar thing as yeah. soon as it was wrapped. I was like, that was literally an experience. Yeah. Okay. That was like yeah. I'll remember that. Like like the the first the first scene where when the guy says wow and then the actor says wow i yeah. got up out yeah, of my yeah, chair yeah yeah I, yeah same. I, I, yeah. I several times got up yeah. out of my seat and was. Just I was like, literally leaning like, no. Yeah, no, I saw. Right. I was like, no, there's no way this this happened. There's yeah. no way. Right. He's like, he's like, yeah. So it's literally that thing of there's no way you got that. There's no yeah. way you got that. There's there's I, no way it just played into your your desires. That I, I just yeah. want to do a, a highlight where y'all keep talking cryptically about this, and I just stare in the camera, <laughs> and they do the just sad zooms in. the sad Ben Affleck zoom, just like <laughs> it just it's just the the Joker music, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. one the one Nathan Fielder line I that's in my daily usage is what that means 
Do y'all remember that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I the real the real did. heads will know, but it's the it's the one where he has that kid speak like he he repeats what a kid is saying for a job interview. He has a kid in a bus watching him do a job interview and the kid is responding to the to the interviewer and he repeats what the kid says yeah yeah so the kid goes what that means and he goes what that means and the person is just staring at him like okay the one i remember doing genius just genius that's he really flexed with that show like yeah like how what is the wackiest thing it's like it's like it's such you have to give them credit because it's like we live in an age that's so oversaturated. It's like you'll never believe how people react. Yeah, to this. yeah, yeah. Right. And it's like he really shows you that he's kind of the master at that. Yeah, he he's is. the master yeah. at using yeah. people as his yeah. as his. Oh, that one humor. where that one where he takes the people through the uh, haunted house and they like paramedics come in and you're just like yeah, we found a very like a a very contagious. Yeah, like take them to the, <laughs> yeah. in an ambulance, take them to the hospital, and yeah. all this shit. They go through yeah. all these tests, yeah. and then they come out. And it's like, yeah, end of haunted house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, and then so, he's, he's always just like, "So what did you think?" Yeah, <laughs> like it was a little too scary. I, I love how he lets people say things, and he goes. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> could, could you explain that? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, it just, he's so good at that. Oh, it's unreal. God. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember one yeah. episode I, I worked oh on. God. I don't know if it ever came out. Probably did. But it was, yeah. it was one where it was like, um, asexual laptop repair store. So it's like the person going through your hard drive has no sexual urges at that all. That one did come out. Yeah. It did yeah. come out. Yeah. Just like I mean, come on! Like who yeah. thinks that shit? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, check out the rehearsal. We'll definitely keep you posted on. Yeah, torrent the rehearsal. Yeah, torrent uh, the rehearsal. We're also talking about it in the Discord and having some laughs and sharing yeah. some memes, having around. some yeah. goofs and gaffes. I might have to watch that tonight. Platforms like YouTube, Patreon, Spotify, they're all ass. They don't respect your privacy, they're riddled with ads, and they're completely silent and unreachable when you need help. Have you ever talked to somebody at YouTube? Think about that. I sure haven't. To top it all off, we don't control them at all, despite being the reason they exist. So that's why we're partnering with a design and development agency called Sanctuary Computer to build our own cooperative alternatives that bring the best features of all those platforms together and that we can control together too. We seriously gotta have an exodus to some sort of digital Zion that we build ourselves. Somewhere where all of us can actually have a say over the technology that we're using to communicate with each other. For more on how you can support us all in getting off these shitty platforms, visit opencollective.com slash digital zion and tap in just because these dystopian systems are eating themselves alive doesn't mean they got to take us with them yeah the discord um <laughs> check the description you know on yeah, the, on yeah. the videos on the youtube videos because that there. that link you can you can you can go ahead and join check uh, the description on a discord um but yeah we we mentioned last episode we want to use that as like you know we got we at least got that organizational tool already so mm-hmm. might as well tap in and it's already yeah. been just like really cool people really yeah. dope people yeah. um which is awesome that reminds me of what i wanted to speak to 
but not to bring it back to the anime discussion. <laughs> bring it on back. We were talking. <laughs> how did we get into that? We were talking about Hater, and yeah. and his performance in Barry kind of being uncanny. Oh yeah, being. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, being in that perfect blue space. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of like, I don't. I think you used the word organized, but um, yeah. I did. But that's been my big thought is like, in the anime space there's such a strong connection among all these people and there's so much space for like connection and organization in the same way that like Like the furries like the furries like the furry community exactly what i was gonna say um but there's this disconnect where people kind of i think partly because of the way Americans have treated anime for so long. There's this disconnect where people think like, oh, there's no way. It, it couldn't be political. This stuff is not political at all. Mm-hmm. And people just kind of like have that weird mm. disconnect when like, when they're watching shit like Attack on Titan, mm. which is like the the World oh. War II, the deepest World War II allegory you like, or the most overt mm. shit you've ever we seen. We first really talked about this uh, in terms of Dragon Ball Z and yeah. like pe- how people responded to that one video essay you did. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, when you like really break it down and and like look at Dragon Ball Z. It, and to be to be clear. Just the denial, the denialism, it's the, it's, if that's a word. Yeah, uh, it's denialism. And it's like, to be clear, when I talk about Dragon Ball Z and like the racial implications of a show like that, where you got like the Saiyans that start out as like monkeys essentially in their highest ev- form of evolution is like, Straight up Arian. an Aryan. <laughs> People get into this these like cognitive wow. uh <laughs> didn't, all, didn't quite do that math. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They're Japanese in their regular form and then they're mm. white in their powered form. Mm-hmm. And then like, and people get into these like <laughs> mental gymnastics of like, well, no, dream, they're, yeah. no, their eyes are actually, their eyes the are actually super saiyan. The uber saiyan. The uber saiyans. The powerful uber saiyans. The uber saiyan gods. Sorry, yeah. what were you saying though? Oh. Uh, but people like really get into the space where they like try to nitpick all the little things like, oh, well, their eyes are actually green or like, uh, literally, you know, literally, he's not stretching it. This is literally, we were like, had a conversation because of that. Things people have explicitly said and like to explain it away. Um, or like, you know, it was the manga and like Toriyama just got tired and didn't want to color in their hair anymore. So he made their hair white yeah. and it became blonde in the show. That's just all. That's what it was. Or like he forgot hmm. to draw their tails after a while. It's like, can it's we like, like baseline? Like, like, it's, to some like it's Charlie bite? Brown and he didn't want to draw. His hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can we at least baseline acknowledge the possibility of some right. implicit biases exactly. and conditioning right, right, and like right. self-hatred can we like yeah, at yeah. least it doesn't have to be so accusatory it's right. just like yeah, yeah, this but is people, a thing but, but yeah. people take they're just like no 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 like yeah, white people right. specifically it's just like no 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 yeah. no. we're not talking about that well even like, black that's not people a thing. have told me I'm, I'm reaching or whatever well, yeah because they love like, it so much so they yeah. feel like they gotta like no that can't be true yeah so, and mm-hmm. like my conclusion in that video particularly was like this, there's a lot of racist shit in this show including like Mr. Popo Popo it's fucking minstrel. minstrel shit. Yeah. But they, they say like, oh no, he's just a genie. That's what genies look like. I'm just like, no. It is minstrel. Yeah. Like visibly. But yeah. um, there's a tad of that in Berserk we talked about too. Yeah. And oh, we're yeah. talking yeah. to a Berserk head, but even I'm like, not yeah. to spoil anything. I guess I, mean, I should. It's, it's early on. 
it's a, I'm not going to spoil it. anyone yeah, but, who's like going to read the manga, but it's like, yeah. really a black, the one black mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. this is what they are to right. you? Damn, dog. Right. Mm. And it's like, and black as black people, we're used to, ju- we just like t- deal with it kind of. Yeah. We kind of just, because we're just surrounded, we're in a white supremacist society and right. world. So we kind of just like learn to pick out the bad shit and just deal yeah. with it. And some like, of us don't, you know, right. some of the people closest to me don't. Mm. They would be like, that is coonery buffoonery that you would co- consume a manga. I literally <laughs> do. Do you hear me? <laughs> that you would consume a manga <laughs> that depicts your African brother in that way, my brother. I literally just watched uh, a Spike Lee movie. <laughs> But, and uh, it's valid. It like it that's is. valid. It's, it's about, like yeah, everyone hates us or everyone fucking yeah. treats us like dirt, depicts us like dirt. Yeah, but but um, I'm bringing this all, trying yeah. to tie this all into the DBZ thing and why a black person would be like, no, yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> and no, like, and, no, and like, this my, can't be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the implications yeah. are so deep when you put two and two together yeah. on that. Oh, mm-hmm. they turned into. Mm-hmm. German Hitler's wet dream, <laughs> right? Superpower. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's and, when I had that epiphany. Oh, I was like, man. "Fuck, yeah!" And, and it was late. It was a yeah, was late in life. I yeah, was at first just like fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. powered up. Right. Like, Trunks hair is like light pink. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's got a, yeah, he's got a fucking little, blade in the fucking cool. He's got yeah. that high cut jacket. Yeah. Beautiful. He's got the Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say though? But my conclusion in that video was like, it was really kind of getting at where do you sort of uh how much can you discount like the unity the the unifying factor among like black people who have seen the show and they're they acknowledge that element of it but they're also like enough black people fuck with this that i can like build with a bunch of fucking black people you know yeah black community mm. there mm. and i and think we there's we deal with it and perceive it how we're gonna do it exactly and- and there's that element in the whole uh, across the anime community where we can just acknowledge what this is. And in a lot of cases, like I talk about Miyazaki a lot in that context because that's where it's the most overt, you know? Like, oh, I, I just feel- got the Berserk one the, in the manga, you're saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, that like, did I I did notice that actually. Yeah. When I read it, I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, well right. it's, okay. it's bleak. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> setting the tone hey. here. <laughs> R.I.P. Mira, but you're setting the tone there. Yeah. Wake up every day and imagine the one black character in your manga is <laughs> right. like, killed right. your whole family. Yeah. Uh, but it's worse than that. I mean, yeah. yeah but yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but like Miyazaki, for example, he went to the same school as Mishima, um, and so he has this like political background. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, he has this political background to him where like he he his whole career he or the early part of his career he spent as a Marxist and worked at the studio that cre- that produced Dragon Ball Z, and unit and like unionized that oh, studio interesting. Interesting. produced one film as like like structurally the company was still the same but like they were so at odds with the management where they were like uh like let's produce this film as a democratic unit mm. you know um quick context you're going into this on the point of 
political and anime. That's the yeah. yeah okay, just, yeah. just so and, people are. And I following. would say anime is a means of yes. bringing and, people together right, right. for organizing. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Because there's that community that already exists, but if they were just like willing to activate based on the stuff that they're seeing and what's in front of them, mm-hmm. and when it comes to Miyazaki specifically, it's like he follows this trajectory that's almost like parallel with the trajectory of Murray Bookchin, where he starts as like an orthodox Marxist. Mm. And because it's sort of- Bookchin started as a Stalinist. Well, he, <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just worth just to emphasize just as, the as point. As yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, very uh, on the off top down authoritarian. Yeah. And then ends up transcending yeah, yeah, the and, whole left paradigm in a way. Right. And in Miyazaki's case, because it happens in tandem with him becoming this uh like head of a company, owner of this studio, um, I don't think he really has the capacity to articulate where he's at now. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's kind of lost sight of yeah. that through line. Yeah. But if you look at his work, there's the themes all, are there. The themes have been there. Yeah. The themes have always and like Mononoke is what we always point to. Yeah. Because that's where it's the most evident. But then if you look at the Nausicaa manga compared mm. to the film, mm. it's literally him like shedding this whole messianic uh narrative. He starts it uh, around, I think, a little bit before he is writing the movie. It's like as a break after Laputa, I want to say. But he he starts it around 88, 89, I want to say. But he doesn't finish it until 94, like two years after the fall of Yugoslavia, mm. which is like for him the last hope of like world communism or whatever um the last vestiges of the you know hard quotes US. on that huh hard quotes hard quotes on hard, communism there. hard quotes yeah but for him at the time still being a still being a marxist uh who are we talking about again miyazaki miyazaki um that to him was like miyazaki. the last hope not and, that all Marxists would subscribe to the notion that right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm always gonna I'm, I'm always gonna put the footnotes the, on it. The Wikipedia yeah, yeah, footnotes. Yeah. I'm always gonna have to do that. Yeah, please do because I won't do it. But yeah, but, um, I, I didn't even finish. Not that all Marxists would subscribe to the idea that Yugoslavia was an example of communism yeah. or a communist effort. Or yes, whatever. right. Yeah. Um, but after that happens, he like returns to the manga with kind of fresh eyes. And that's when he first really zeroes in on this, like, like obviously the movie has the ecological aspects of it, but this is where he really zeroes in on like ecological collapse and man-made ecological collapse to the point of like the concept of Ragnarok that Bookchin talks about in Ecology Ecology of Freedom. Freedom. and he really zones in on that to where to the point where like Nausicaa, who still is this like monarch figure, but like a benevolent not monarch, mm-hmm. she leans into straight up eco fascist. Yeah. And is like people men- say the, the term people use is benevolent dictator. Too. Yeah. That's the right. term. Right. Um but she's uh it's to the point where she's straight up like, look, man, we made this shit. 
and I don't know if we deserve to make it out of it. So Nausicaa, yeah, this character Nausicaa, yeah, and is like, look, man, uh, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and if we all die, we all die. But if I hope we don't, but like, interesting, it's really just kind of accepting the fate we've created for ourselves, mm-hmm. and and there's an th- Ursula Le Guin connection to the Miyazaki at this point in the timeline. I think it's this. Um, what's at, when at is, this point he has probably asked her if he if. They can Earthsea? adapt. Earthsea? Yeah. But he's, but pro- she he's said, probably... She, she initially said, said no. But he, that they had probably been reading her works. Yeah. Um, wow. By this point. Yeah. Still trying to find that bookchin, that direct social ecology connection with Miyazaki. Well, he... Uh, in terms of like him, that being a, an explicit point of reference. Yeah. Well, the closest I he I've seen to to that is just like... A Japanese ethnobotanist named uh, Sasuke Nakao, mm-hmm. I believe his name. Yeah, um, and I can't find anything that he's written. Yeah, um, that's what that's was. Available. Was but that he what has was connections? That was what was featured well, in that documentary on Princess Mononoke. Or no, this is something separate. I've, I've just found it ten. Uh, his name tangentially in a few sources. Uh, I read this book Miyazaki World that mentions him uh, by Susan Napier, but um. He was reading though anthropological yeah. texts and texts around ecology. Yeah. So it's more likely than not he he had you know ran into Bookchin at least the the surface yeah. level. Must have come across yeah. it in some way. Side um, note: is, is that Mononoke documentary available somewhere, or is it like is it just on like VHS or whatever, like the long form version? There's a VHS version and there's a DVD version, and. Gotcha the dvd version is way too expensive if you're trying to buy it right gotcha. now but uh it's not like streaming anymore well it's online it's on uh i sent y'all um there's a really really low res one maybe on day uh, on daily motion okay with subtitles but the high res one there's no subtitles it's in japanese so that's when i was sending you those high res clips and i was translating gotcha. some of it for you yeah. those are both I think on daily motion, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get. I don't want to give. I guess everything because I'm <laughs> yeah, writing. Because yeah. I'm writing anything about this, but like, um, but basically Miyazaki has a very clear political trajectory that is right. like really, right. and like he doesn't quite get all of it, but he's he has this like foundation and a framework that is that so clearly parallels somebody who is like way less accessible than yeah. he is as a as an artist um but then he's and- also breaking with so many shallow tropes and traditions from a narrative standpoint i remember yeah. he was critiquing the dark crystal in an interview when and i love the yeah. dark crystal but he was he was putting up some amazing critiques of like how it plays in to the good versus evil and he's like yeah my films aren't real life isn't doesn't work that way yeah yeah you, know, you, not at all. you have all these different people from all these different places who who think that they're doing the right thing most of the time yeah. most of the time they think that they're doing the right thing yeah That's... and that leads to more so complex social dynamics mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to like storytelling right or it should relate to storytelling in that way and that's a part of why princess mononoke is 
yeah. my favorite film of all time and it's such a special film to me because it's it is a social ecology story mm-hmm. where there isn't any good and bad i mean you can interpret it that that in your own way based upon whatever values you hold but the picture you're seeing is of all these different forces with their own motives and motivations that seem rational and right and just yeah and then there's mother nature yeah and mother nature is going to do what it's going to do and the humans have to figure their shit out yeah you know it's it's uh and it's so interesting it's so deep to where like he raises questions where i'm like you must have read this and it's like Mm -hmm. books that books that came out way later than uh than the movie did but like there's a moment in mononoke where lady aboshi is um she's like firebombing the mountains where all the apes are Mm -hmm. and she says this line which is like I literally just started reading Dawn of Everything and there was this bar about how basically the way they justified taking land from indigenous people was they didn't, they essentially were like, if you're not working this land, then you have no claim to it. Um, But the ways that they were working the land was just imperceptible to Europeans. They thought of it as like, like large scale farming and shit like that where they're right, like, they're yeah. managing the land but they're not they're not like simply living off of it's not enough yeah you have exactly. to industrialize it exactly agribusiness and, yeah mm-hmm. and there's this line in uh mononoke where i i gotta paraphrase but like uh she's firebombing these mountains and are just like once these are clear of all these animals then we can it'll uh Damn, I can't even remember the. Now I feel like Ashton right now, but like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, it's more or less like once we clear the land of all these stupid animals, uh, then we'll, uh, then it'll be we can get to our agri crop jug. Yeah, yeah, more or less, and it it was just like so the crop business. Yeah, and that line stood out to me so. But it was iron, you know, like their whole shit is like you know this is our livelihood is in is in manufacturing this thing and yeah this is what's going to keep us going and so we need to yeah and then there's there's also the element where they're sort of at odds with the emperor too so you see like even if you can view lady eboshi as like evil you can still see her being being that from the position of like we're kind of a uh oppressed in our own way we're being like we're fending off the emperor's forces from this like fortified yeah i gotta rewatch it you see how this is this is this is a reflection of like the reality of like geopolitics and like nationalist struggle and like right anarchic struggle like how all of it collides you know resistant forces having their own reactionary ideologies and religions yeah Yeah. and it's like it's amazing to me that like anime fans would be would right. pretend it's a coincidence that he yeah. chose this the Amishi the tribe, which like like literally fought off the uh the formation of the Japanese right. Empire, right. Japanese nation state. Right. And they'll pretend that's a coincidence. Right. You know? Mm. This and is they, the this wow, is this is deep. the point. That goes deep. Yeah. No, this is the point. This yeah. is like your original point of like Stop making it political, bro. Yeah. It's just a fucking kitty cartoon movie, dude. <laughs> exactly. Calm down. Right. Exactly. Calm down, okay? Yeah, and it's like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. That through line. Tying it back yeah, to the yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. right. But we can look at it that way. We can yeah. look at it that way. Yeah. And 
But it's like r- read one Miyazaki interview. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's telling you what it is. Like, you oh know? yeah, it's a coincidence that this man, uh, that this man who coincidentally portrayed indigenous people as like the heroes of a story also coincidentally uh boycotted the oscars because of uh the u.s invasion of iraq right yeah that's all coincidence yeah none of that has any bearing on reality people it's just a cartoon bro people like recently on the timeline a couple tweets one was the scene like in like the first episode of dragon ball where goku like looks up bulma's skirt or like takes off her panties yeah and then there's like another scene where Bulma gets like attacked by like a a black and brown man, and there oh, it yeah. also looks not good. That's in my video. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's come on. Yeah, come on. It's like you straight up get. I don't know. I'm. Yeah, yeah. It's just. I think that's all fair game. Well, there's this thing. Yeah. You know what it is? It's escapism. It's pe- people want. It's like, this is my fiction, my art. This is my escape. Don't yeah. bring your real world shit into it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like, sorry, the real world shaped your quote unquote escape. Sorry. It, it, it shaped yeah. who created your escape. Yeah. Right. Oh, it, it just, it yeah. shaped it all. I mean, it yeah. shapes it all, you yeah. know? And it goes beyond just the expression. It's in how that shit was produced, how it fucking got to you. And yeah. all yeah. of that shit. Yeah. All of that. It's like in this, to use an overused <laughs> J- word. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's oh, a man. conversation. She's, she's, she's got shit in Harry Potter. That's yeah. Like, Cho know. Chang. <laughs> Cho Chang, that name. Oh, yeah. my God. There's all kinds. There's, there's the goblins, you know. Yeah. Or the fucking, yeah. yeah. The oh, yeah. Gringotts, right. Banks. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, yeah. Yeah. There's even the conversation in anime, like, the early days of how most of this stuff, one, got to us through, like, college students which were the only people that had access to like the internet at that time right but also a lot of these people had like military connections interesting because who else could really be like be in and out of japan like that to right get, right to get oh, like media over here you mm-hmm. know there's that conversation to be had yeah you know there's that's a whole, whole conversation in of itself yeah Shoot. it's a whole it's all a means to legitimize mm. Jap- japan u.s relations and imperial empire uh-huh. <laughs> there is that conversation man it's like people are really just kind of letting this and that shit, shit is like, deep that yeah. shit is deep and i and i I think about it too at the level because i always explain to people how from the time i was Wait, a kid crazy. from the time yeah. i was a kid i've i've been into something some type of cultural export from japan you know whether yeah. it's a lot of us it's like normal video games cartoons yeah um television and i got you know a little bit older and then it was like fashion mm-hmm. and um and then you th- you think back on like the nationalistic sort of like implications yeah. of it all and the, the narratives of it all and in mm-hmm. me coming to have the politics that i have now and like you know, I'm always rambling about the nation state and going us to <laughs> organizing beyond it and like the next the next system. Um, I've been able to kind of hold that context of like that there there are these broader forces that have been at play for decades and they have their interests and whatever in terms of the US and Japan and the so-called West, but then also come to appreciate just the human the the un, human um 
artistic and creative and cultural contributions that have come out of Japan and from yeah, Japanese yeah. people in the place. And I think that goes for all and, countries. I mean, well, like, but I bring this up. I bring this up though because um, for a lot of my favorite Japanese creatives, um, most of them are like leftists or left leaning or whatever, and a part of that for a lot of them has to do with them they almost want to reject their japanese identity because yeah. they understand <laughs> the mm. horrors of the t 20th century and back and they have they have a right. critique of how society is structured i'm specifically yeah. thinking about ryuichi sakamoto because yeah. he talked you know he talked about this in in interviews he actually had when he was younger there's this um legendary avant-garde compo composer named toru takamitsu he's like one of my favorite composers of all time next to Sakamoto and when Sakamoto was uh younger Takamitsu was like sort of in the end sort of I guess you could say the last arc of his life and career and he started incorporating more traditional Japanese you know instrumentation yeah. and chord progressions and instruments into his music and I think I read a story about how Sakamoto like showed up to, and I'm, if I'm misremembering, I apologize, but he showed up to one of uh, Toru Takamitsu's like performances or shows or concerts or something and was like handing out pamphlets, like kind of like telling people not to support him or something yeah. for that reason, for that yeah choice because he, oh, he almost interpreted it as like it, this is violent like what yeah. you're doing yeah. oh, and interesting the you traditional get what I'm yeah because yeah, before yeah. that he yeah because before that he just did it very experimental yeah. self-taught also just a fucking genius um but yeah then he, he just starts to just incorporate you know things that sound dis distinctively japanese and um, Sakamoto in his, he must've been in college or something or like in his late teens or early twenties, he he sees that and he's just like, fuck you, man. Yeah, like, fuck whoa, you, yeah. you know? Wow. It's, it's, yeah, and it wasn't, it, it wasn't until later in his life and career, I guess, a, maybe even just some years later to where he's, he's able to contextualize it in that way that I'm describing where yeah. he can... He can be like, okay, yes, this fucked up shit happened, but like, mm -hmm. people are yeah. people, and this is what this is what people did, and there's there's good and there's bad. Musically, there's some great stuff, and and that's how we get a lot of Sakamoto's music, Yellow Magic Orchestra. Yeah. It's distinctively there's a Japanese, you know, cultural quality, you know, to it. Yeah. And but but it does even as I'm saying Japanese, it's like when you do have this understanding it does call for like how, how do we even in how we describe things culturally how do we move beyond this national yeah. monolithic nas nationalistic identity and i'm yeah. sure that a lot of japanese creators with this type of thinking uh wonder the same thing they're like yeah. how can we describe whatever this is without calling it yeah. japanese well, because miyazaki you know, has a similar through line you know because you know partly because of his family's participation in the war like his dad and his uncle made uh sold part made parts for the mitsubishi zero right you know right and so were those had, planes or those are the planes that were used in pearl harbor oh shit wow. so he has a very direct connection like he um he brings up this memory that might be 
fake. His brother has said it might not have happened this way, but he like has a memory of being four years old and like his family escaping to uh, Utsunomiya, where his where the factory was, uh, while the U.S. is firebombing Tokyo, and like a woman and her child asking them to, for help, and they just left him. And he has that memory sure. as like, and that's like his defining memories of Japan. But like, that's why I've been I've been telling people like Totoro to me is a war movie because his his image. I mean, of, you should watch Grave of the Fireflies. Well, that's well, it was, a, it was a double yeah. feature with Grave of, Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's so, fire. And so to me, that's like there's this the real picture that's beautiful. Of the war, and yeah, there's Totoro, which is like he lived at his grandfather's beautiful garden estate. Right. And so to me, Totoro is like a war movie. And he had, and a, after that, like, or before that, a lot of his films are just like based in a vague, like analog of Europe. Like a lot of his- Yeah, Eurocentric, like, yeah. Eurocentricity. Yeah, because yeah. he really just hates Japan and Japanese-ness yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. And it's that, really interesting. Yeah, and he had this a similar thing happen. Um, and you can really get into like, questions about like third positionism and all like how the how fascist threads can creep in right to this type of stuff but like he got a lot of criticism with his most recent movie the wind rises because it portrays the uh jiro horikoshi who's the man who designed the mitsubishi zero and to me absolutely you could like you know thematically that's a crazy choice but if you if you pair it up with all of his work before that and the themes that he's mm. uh, unpacked right. beforehand, to me that that film is like this is a man who wanted to design planes, and how fucked up it is is it that yeah. my only option to yeah. if I want to do that yeah. right is like so to many contribute to the engineers right. only options are now right. yeah. Like even like shit. Neil deGrasse Tyson has said that like everything, ev all the work I've done has gone to military uh, shit. So the and film like, is like one big face it, face it. Yeah. You know, that's one way I feel like you could interpret it. Yeah. Face, face this. And to clarify, yeah. like face what? Like face the, the contradiction? Yes. Kind of? Say, yeah. Yeah. Face that nation state contradiction and like. Um, like how you can have a traditional culture of, hum of a, a community of human beings that does have things you can love about it but that you know ultimately it's like yeah. within well, you gotta yeah. unpack that the top layer not to deviate too far from what yeah, the yeah. point you were no, making but I, but I was just gonna say like on even you you say traditional it's like what does that mean and I'm what, saying yeah. like you know, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying directly to you I'm saying in yeah. general like that's a question all of us have to interrogate yeah you know like what does it mean that millions and millions of people identify with this monolithic what they call homogenous yeah identity it's like no you're made up your identity is made up of the chinese yeah. and korean and we're you again right. we're using nation state terms here to talk yeah. about big groups yeah. of people but yeah. Yeah. you come from that part of the land too an indigenous ainu people mm -hmm. right. and you're a mix of all of those those peoples yeah that's that's right. what you are so what is japan yeah I mean, you know, uh, Ashitaka in Mononoke is the last of the Amishi tribe. The, this, you know, I already said this, but the tribe that stood up to Japanese Im, uh, imperialism uh, early on, like the 1500s, I think. And were they? Um, would you consider them indigenous? Yeah, that, okay. absolutely. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. But you, you, I feel like face it though on well, the wind yeah. rises is yeah, like yeah. just at the level of you're an, you're a creative. And, and to do your thing, you're doing a deal with the devil. Exactly. Right. Like you have no yeah. other choice. There, and there's even these dream sequences with this, uh, I forget his name, but this Italian engineer who is just like, just look at the beauty of airplanes and aircraft. You could just fly through. And he has these dreams where they just fly and stand on the wings of planes. And it's like these beautiful sequences. And then there's a scene where he goes to Germany to learn from German engineers and you see their planes are just like these ugly like yeah. bombers. Uh, yeah, like bomb like if you like the if you remember like the Monty Python animated sequences, they're like ugly and like bleak like that. Like mm -hmm. those yeah. would be. Yeah. Um and he makes he's very deliberate in his choices like that. Um and there's a scene of Werner Werner Herzog being like like smoking cigarettes being like Germany will fall, Japan will fall, all of this, like Whoa. all this. Stuff. And what year does it take place in the early 30s, maybe? Or? No, this is like during World War II. Oh, shit. It's they literally. in the thick of it, baby. The, oh, so the they're straight going to Nazis. Yeah, 100, like straight up. They in them imperialist Which is guts. why I say this is an insane choice. No, I mean. To make this move, but like. That's like the, the person you, you would need to yeah, this be is the, able to. Yeah, this is the only yeah. person where I where I want to take it in good faith and say like yeah. he's just saying right this it these things that like and it's again to bring it back to like bookchin it's it's getting into this like the technology for the world we want to live in exists right, right. and we've we've made it and then we've destroyed it mm -hmm. in the interest of imperial projects mm -hmm. you know to not even to to like destroy America, but to make a statement mm -hmm. toward America. We've created these these machines that kill people when they could just fly around and be pretty. And you know, it's side note, there's a fucking um incredible Errol Morris documentary called Fog of War, which is him interviewing Robert McNamara, who I forget his like full credentials, whatever, but he was like secretary of state or whatever. I don't know. He was like in charge of a lot of military right. shit through World War II and Vietnam. And there's a sequence where they go over. Um, they just basically it's like a montage and it's a it's numbers and then city names and it's casualties from firebombing where we firebomb Japan. And that sequence, you'll never forget it because it's just yeah. like it's unfathomable the amount of people we killed from firebombing, which is like yeah. not even remotely humane. It's like yeah. sarin gas. It's just like you're just. The amount of people the U.S. killed, the U.S. government. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You said we. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you need to unpack the I'm nationalistic conditioning in your mind, my brother. I'm you need to get. Are you listening to me? You need to get America out of your head, my brother. I, I'm trying to take which side are you on, my brother? I pay taxes to the country that did that. Okay, well, I'm, you were I'm coercively put into a situation where you have to do that to live. You did yeah. not choose that, my brother. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the U.S. Did yeah. It. Um, yeah. No, all jokes aside, that was like a big, big, big epiphany for me. Is saying we? Well, no, like, no. I'm saying. Well, I'm saying the the first time I had somebody be like, "Who who's we?" Mm. You know, oh, yeah. mm. and it's like, yeah, fuck America. What the fuck, American? Yeah. What? Yeah. Right. Who gives a 
fucking shit about America. I give a fuck about the people that are around me. I give a fuck about yeah. my family and my community and my friends. And I give a fuck about the well-being of people in general. I don't need America to to do that. Yeah. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's way less say, like yeah. a we of pride and more like a we of admission of like yeah. compl- like complicity yeah. of like I But I even that her. though, you're you're that's a part of the conditioning. Yeah. They want you to identify with what they do. Mm-hmm. They want you to identify with their right. Like, why am I going imposing... to Europeans and be like, "Yeah, we're so stupid over there"? It's yeah. like I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, fuck that. Like, yeah, I like canes and shit, but I'm not fucking stupid. Roy Wood Jr. Yeah, has but... a great joke about that, where he's like, "You know, black people never write songs about America." They never write songs about it. Obviously, it's not true. But he's like, black folks don't write songs about America. They write songs about individual cities where you can have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, on even, point. Even James Brown, living in America. He's talking about Chicago, right. <laughs> uh, right. Atlanta. Yeah, it's like I don't know, man. That shit is so funny to me. But that's so, so crucial. Like, it's yeah. just like a testament to how deep that conditioning. Dude, for is. Real. It's it's all these things like in all these ways you don't even think of, think about you don't even think to think about yeah you know? it's like right. everyone it's like it's because I don't know it's like everyone around you also thinks that way you know right. what I mean yeah we we see ourselves as Americans they fucking made us say the pledge of allegiance as children right fucking, I wish I could I mean unpack. I went to Catholic school so it was like that then pray. So it's like oh you're two different gods to, before you even get started. You know what I mean? And they want to yeah. talk up. Look, and I'm we're not doing this whataboutism bullshit. Hear me out. We're not. This, this is not what this is. But these people, the ruling class over here in the U.S. want to point to the People's Republic of China mm-hmm. and DPRK and all these places. They're also fucked up. Yeah. They're certainly. also fucked up. But that you don't see the hypocrisy in that. You had a stand. You make us stand in a room with our hand over our hearts and go, one nation under God, yeah. indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's crazy. And it's like we pr- probably had a George Washington, Thomas Jefferson picture in the classroom. Uh huh. So know, it's just like it's just it's like in North Korea. Shame, but, it's just like you know, it, yeah, but it's, it's, but it's it's the same mechanism. It's the same conditioning Abraham Lincoln mechanism mm-hmm. next right. to a globe. <laughs> right. And it's like we got to get away from all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to get away from all that shit. It's it's neither of those. <laughs> none of these projects are good. It's all mm. fucking bad. Yeah. You know. And. And to the point about Miyazaki, it's just like about, and your point about uh, Sakamoto is just like, how do you evoke the things that are beautiful about the space that we grew up in? Uh, the, so people, without, the, the people, the people, right? The people, the land, the all of these things, without it becoming this nationalistic thing. Yeah. And I even it's watched. Tricky. A, I tricky. watched a video essay on Miyazaki where somebody described him as a nationalist outside of uh, the Wind Rises. Which mm-hmm. I can see how that can be interpreted as a nationalist film, but like, just the fact that he portrayed Japan in its beauty, mm. like the the just the beauty of the land, the resources. This is all the of point Sakamoto things. made, if I'm not mistaken. This is yeah. the point he made. He's like, I learned to. I don't have to reject that. Yeah. There's 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 customs that are thousands of years old here, yeah. and in the music and in the art. Yeah. And yeah, the the empire uses that to its own 
you but know, they, for its own aims. But they predate the nation state right. by centuries. Right. Watch the, um, watch the, I mean, this is one of the, you know, emotionally tragic parts about climate change is the American West is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous, majestic, triumphant land. I mean, it's yeah. like you watch the documentary, The West, and it talks about the first pioneers that like, you know, and the people that obviously lived there before fucking Europeans showed up. And it's just like, it's a mythic land. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. If you go to Utah, you are awe-inspired. There's yeah. slabs of rock that looks like a giant laid them there. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's incredible. America, the land of North, North America, America is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Canada, gorgeous. But yeah. And there were indigenous people who were here for thousands of years who mm-hmm. knew how to live in balance with it. Yeah. You know? Right. To varying degrees. And yeah, that shit is important. There's and that's a there's a through line on everything we're talking about here, like in terms of Miyazaki and mm-hmm. um the music and and all of that stuff. That's yeah. like why it's like yeah, it's 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 fucking worth digging into the past and like yeah. studying history and as we've said before, it's like there's some shit people were doing thousands of years ago, ways that they were moving with each other that they it holds the fucking keys, it holds the answers mm-hmm. for us today. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to you don't have to uh you don't have to mystify it in the sense of like ma- making it this like this magical you know what's the what's the the expression um that's used for like romanticism or whatever well you know it's like you know for black people it's the the magical negro trope and like film but then for indigenous people what is it oh the noble savage oh yeah, you know it's like yeah. the noble savage trope of like oh you know Man, the, the, they had these magical people. They they had the way. They had the way, and then right. yeah, these other no, people they had came. Wars and shit. Yeah, they had yeah. all. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's right. that's like my they point. would they would t- sometimes if there was a herd of buffalo, they would run them all off a cliff, and they would take one, and there would be eighty dead buffalo that they didn't use. Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and there were contradictions too. There were yeah. contradictions, yeah. and then if we're going, if we're looking through the last few centuries, you know, you had indigenous people that we talked about this enslaved african people and then you had african and indigenous people organizing themselves just however many miles away so it's not this fucking uniform cookie cuttery narrative or or way that it went but it's just to say like to graber and wengro's point you know if you fucking dig dig in enough you're gonna find oh shit this was a good fucking idea yeah that that one worked Yeah. yeah damn we should maybe try that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's know? a precedent for all of it. Right. There is even, uh, and even if there's not, yeah, right. There's right. just the the fact that there are other precedents can yeah. suggest yeah. that maybe we can socially, try some new shit. Yeah. Yeah. socially, socially, yeah. And like there were indigenous communities that organized or at least had like the same cultural attitudes that we have as uh as like people in America. This like workerism and all that like people there were people with that ethic and royalty and And royalty and all those things you know like the aztec empire fell because it had that same expansionist bullshit going on that we have now you know because if you went out and brought enough people back to be sacrificed then they give you a plot of land but where the fuck is all this land coming from 
Mm-hmm. You know? And so like we have precedence for why what we're doing doesn't work and for why there are t- hundreds of other options, thousands of other options to pick and choose from and limitless mm. really limitless <laughs> lots of things we could do pick and choose <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trump is probably the last person I should have <laughs> said yeah, that right. like, whose voice I, I should have said I just can I can I can I read what he said about Joe Biden it's it's hilarious pull it up probably it's, right. Right. It's, it's honestly just it's not even worth pulling up oh, okay. it's just from one of those little memo things surrounding um, communities united against the Aztecs because Hernan Cortez offered a possibility of salvation from Aztec colonialism. It's just like, it's just unreal how, how funny this is. This is from July 21st. <laughs> Statement by Donald J. Trump, <laughs> 45th president of the United States of America. He said, this is like from his letter, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden, who many have said is our worst president, has come down with a case of the China virus despite (laughs) being vaccinated. I hope Sleepy Joe is able to bounce back quickly. China virus, uh, or wait, (laughs) as much as I was, doctors described my fight against the China virus as Herculean and not meaning the woke Disney Hercules. <laughs> as woke. Yeah. As woke. Where I'm pretty sure there's not a single non-white. Michael Bolton yeah. is shaking in his boots. He cannot go the distance. Not the woke yeah. Hercules, Disney Hercules. The Kevin Sorbo version. I can go the distance. <laughs> I'm I'm speaking specifically of the Kevin Sorbo Hercules. Oh, that's what he said. What? (laughs) I keep going. He goes, goes, not meaning the woke Disney Hercules, but rather the Kevin Sorbo one. (laughs) And then he goes, he goes, he goes, the Lou Ferrigno one as well. You mean the Hulk? Yeah, why? it's like, why is Disney's Hercules woke? Why is that woke? It's like, and you know all, all woke means is just- James just, Woods did the voice of fucking right. 80s, dude. Right. Is that your homie? Like, right. what? And he goes, James Woods went, well, I don't really know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. James Woods got like, a little hurt. Come on. Yeah, come on, he got upset when he- I read. wasn't in a woke movie. <laughs> yeah. He's walk out of a family guy recording session like, I don't know. Oh and he God. goes, Joe, I wish you, wish you a speedy recovery, even though you are taking America in the wrong direction. No one wants Kamala. That's how he ends it. <laughs> That's how he ends it? With an exclamation point. Oh, my God. No one wants Kamala. That's real? We can all yeah. agree. That's not satire? That's, That's real? This wow. is real. This is completely real. You looked it up. No one wants Kamala. Now you're, now you're making me question. Lucy it... Lawless from the Xena who, the Warrior who, Princess. Who put that out like... Cause that is like, it's, it's comedy. Hysterical. That is comedy. No, that's I guarantee you, that's all off the dome. Like, that's, I, that's, someone else was oh typing it. He was just like sitting in his chair eating a McDonald's oh. fry, and just telling okay. him what to say. I can't believe you really said Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, God's not dead. That movie's hilarious. <laughs> Holy oh, wait. shit! It was a joke. 
It is fabricated. Uh, God <laughs> see, damn it. I'm glad I brought that up. Oh, man. The screenshot shared online featured the Save America banner viewable in statements published by <laughs> is this Trump. Snopes? Are you on a Snopes? This is oh. Reuters. 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 Oh, damn. Damn. It was too. It down. was too good. It was. You know what? The high was real, and that's all yeah. that matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's better to. Kevin Sorbo lost. shared it, so it's like, oh. goddamn. And it's like, it, it's it's perfectly fair game because you gotta have it. critical thinking skills, my brother. Because he, if it's too good to be true, if it sounds <laughs> it too, good, too to good to be true, to be true, it probably is. It probably is. See, the thing is, is it's not too good to be true. It's so right. Able no, to yeah, be no, true. yeah, yeah. Right, that is right. that's a good point. Oh God, that gave me such a laugh though. Yeah. <laughs> not like not the, woke. the woke Hercules, the Kevin Sorbo version. Oh my god. That's so fucking funny. Man. I'm glad I asked now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So There's not a hundreds of comments like he didn't say that. Yeah. Right. Uh bro, you guys are I love your comedy. Like you guys are funny, but like he didn't say that. Yeah, now I'm questioning L. everything, L. everything, everything said. you're talking about. Like, do you actually check your sources? Dude? <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing at the the Reuters person who had to write that up. Like, no, the no, that's not real. <laughs> I know it seems very real, but, but here's no. a 200 page article. The giveaway was woke Disney Hercules. That was the yeah. giveaway to me. That didn't give that, that you know, it like feel, that's like a perfect. That's it was too. That's like Ocean's yeah, Eleven. Course. It was just all like all of it is possible. Like it just was a perfect crime. All right? of it is possible, but that was just too good. It yeah. was like too much. It was like one thing over. Like yeah. it was when he. It's said, like what, he wouldn't even have that cultural touchstone you know what? Right. the only thing that makes it harder to believe is like that that's like that's like his confidence humor wise when he was on fire like back in like 2016 he yeah. was that now he's just like a little like you uh, can tell yeah there's not I'm as much back. yeah there's yeah. not as much of a yeah i'm actually trying him. not to die yeah i'm trying not to die or go to jail <laughs> His voice has changed a little bit too i feel like or at least i watched one of his live events and it sounded different to me. I don't know. I don't. He looks follow like him. the mayor in like a Frank Miller comic book now. He looks <laughs> yeah. like sweaty and yeah. like yeah, like, like he's got fake teeth now. The Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is he a fascist? Robert Pattinson, bit of an emo boy. <laughs> <laughs> like Shinji Ikari. I can't believe they use that song from the from Nevermind. We liked that one. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Well, I, I watched the Malik episode where you guys were talking about Oh, yeah, it. we did talk about that on there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Jeremy Irons. Y'all seem tired. Owns a gold mine. I am tired. What time is it? I'm wide the fuck awake. Yeah, I took a perfect time to end it. I had a yeah. yerba right before we started. I'm not yeah. sleeping tonight, dog. I, I caught like a I half yawn. Off. That's what made me say that. Oh, I just yawn a lot. Like... <laughs> You caught half a what? Half a yawn. Like he had a yawn, but he contained it kind of. Me? Like half, half contained it. No, him. You oh, I do that all day. I'm just I'm always like. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, just, I'll I'm just get the tears. Yeah. I'm I just, used to uh, be an acolyte. Like I used to do like like Catholic mass, like be one of the altar boys. And <laughs> my mom, the first time I did it, she, she goes I like. I hear Halo music whenever. Well, that's probably what I was thinking about. I was like, I could be playing Halo right now. Right. But my mom was like, you are were yawning, obviously, the whole time. And I'm like, yeah. oh. That was the first time I realized it's impolite to yawn. So I was yeah. probably going like. 
<laughs> the whole match bored out of my mind. Oh man, I'm just a yawning ass nigga. We we had a a, a father who was quadriplegic, and um, <laughs> I did I did not get the rundown that I was supposed to help him go up the ramp back to the altar. So this poor guy was just waiting for like four minutes, and someone from the uh, someone from the crowd had to help him. And I just felt fucking wow. awful about that. I was just like, "Wow, that was my first time." And I wow, fucked it up. Damn. Anyways, that was that was a lot of pressure being an altar boy when you're like in sixth grade, fifth uh-huh. grade. Yeah, and you're like in front of the whole community, and you got to like remember. You basically have to learn what mass is and like how how that goes. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that sounds very scary. It's really awkward. You gotta oh, put on that robe and hold that golden rod <laughs> stand up there with a candle or some shit. I don't really know, but I'll be seeing some shit. I'm like, Do you guys like the shit. smell of incense like that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that used to get me high, bro. Just <laughs> I love the smell of incense. The Catholic church is very scary. Though. I love yeah, the I architecture. Yeah. I used to like I, I used to like growing up Roman Catholic, I used to kind of be kind of have like a like I would go to churches where it's like, all right, guys, and then this part of the song, we're Praise all gonna and worship, yeah, yeah like yeah, that, right. like oh, we're having fun at mass. Yeah. I had like this weird internalized masochism. I'm like, if you're not bored, like, no, this is a that's serious. Wild. This is like, sing with me, how great Connie, yeah. you're not singing is our God. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Look, my God is great, but like, yeah, but I'm scared. You guys are lame, right? Yeah, I just I think it's just more like a I. It's one of those things like I had to go through boring mass and you guys are just getting a party every week. This is bullshit. Right. You know? Oh, it right. was boring for the, for the praise and worship kids, though. There, it, it gets boring, too. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, right? I mean, it's coerced. Yeah, it's a coerced I don't want to fucking be here at mm-hmm. n- nine in the morning on a Sunday right. and I got school tomorrow. Right. Crazy. The fuck? And I had to go to church twice on Sundays and then once on Wednesday. I went to church three times a week. Oh, baseline. Damn. Jesus. Baseline. That's, that's not some, even. The, that's, that's not. That's like being in prison. That's not getting yeah. into the seasonal church stuff, because then you have vacation Bible school during the summer. So it's a week. You're you're there every single day of the week. That was more fun though, because you would do all this crazy ass shit that didn't have much to do with. Uh, well, that that was Catholic oh, school. Was drugs? like, all right, we're having a Friday mass. You said what? I said you talking about drugs? <laughs> no, no, like uh, holy spirits, like holy spirits. I don't know, uh, water gun fights and mm. uh, kickball and okay. basketball and food stuff. But, um, but yeah, no, it was like, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah, no. In that way, where it felt like it was a chore. Catholic school was fun because it'd be like, all right, we got mass Friday, like all school mass. So it would be like, you just hang out with your friends and make noise as much as you can during mass. And it's yeah. like rowdy. It's fun because you get a couple mm-hmm. hours off of classes. And I was yeah. also going to say for growing up in a Southern Baptist church, it's a lot of the same praise and worship songs, too. A lot. So it's, there's there's it can get sort of monotonous. The shit oh, that yeah. was entertaining was who is going to sing the solos mm. today. Oh, mm. yeah. And if you got a bad singer singing a solo, you would just be cutting up. Mm. either in the choir or in the audience right but then you'd have your parents like glaring at you and then threatening to punish you or hitting you in the that's so funny right but 
yeah, my friends and I would just make fun of everybody all the time. <laughs> we we had a guy. They they tr- they tried to rock it up a little bit, like at the at the Roman Catholic service. Whoa! They tr- they, they, they they let <laughs> a guy. They they, they, they let know. a guy who was like a used car salesman, like like do singing like this. Oh God, yeah, God. And like, what was he singing? A then, praise and worship song. I don't know, Catholic mass songs and shit. A Catholic During- mass song like that. He was singing it like that. I'm singing in Latin like that? They would kind of try to modern it up, but then we had a a, a father come in and who was like... And the gift that Jesus Christ will receive. Yeah. Amen. That, that's my... That's like my understanding. That shit was like... like Amen. 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 That's so I'm, yeah. I was like... How like did this? How shit? did this guy put it a would remix? Be, it would be during it. like it would be like the Eucharistic procession or whatever. Like when you're going to get the Eucharist, like the Eucalyptus whole, procession. The, yeah. the right, the the, the, the um, <laughs> what are those bears that eat that shit? Koalas. <laughs> no. Koalas. Um, the koala procession. They all got chlamydia. Uh, the chlamydia procession. The chlamydia. Get some chlamydia, thank you. Uh, <laughs> damn i want like an example though as a music person of like i don't know but like but he was he was cheesing it up too much and then we had this more like classic stern respectable really brilliant speaker rest in peace father jack who like who who came to our church when i was in like fifth grade (laughs) he was the guy i I loved him down yeah Father and, he, and, and, and this, this guy got kind of shuffled out it was like all right you're a fuck. father jack sounds like a who song <laughs> father jack it's father jack <laughs> say hello to father jack he's father jack father jack and you don't know that <laughs> Rest in peace. No disrespect, to Father Jack. Father Jack, and he don't take smack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. But uh, say hello to Father Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. I'm like in the Carpenter '70s zone yeah. right now with that. Ground control to Father, Father Jack. Some of the big top hats singing that song, but like a hippie top hat. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yo, we. I feel like we could have a whole episode talking about church stuff. Hey. Like I could just go for days talking about church stuff. The one yeah. that's just like permanently seared is our God is an awesome, awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wings, power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Did you guys have the hand motions? We fucking learned hand motions with that shit. Just conducting it? No, like. Argon is uh, an awesome yeah, he ra- he raised yeah 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 uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm some motor skills too. type yeah. shit. Y'all do a show quad. <gasps> I also would just like imagine like Spider Man and the Hulk like fighting in the church, jumping off the lights like. To, I, like, would daydream, yeah, I would daydream. I would daydream about like, weird shit like that too, or like yeah. a SWAT team coming in and like killing people. Because there's yeah. like all this space and these big windows, so you yeah. just your imagination runs wild. Yeah. I would doodle and sketch a lot too. I still have some of my church mm. doodles. Yes, yeah. I really? kind of stopped wow. going yeah. to church early on. I, like I went away for high school, so I didn't really go to church after fourteen. Fuck but, you. But I, was I mean, in, by that I time, in, I was. 
functionally atheist yeah. by that time. So right. I, mean, I, I, I was, I not. wasn't. I, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird because I was still in. I was still in choir in school, and we did a lot of like religious music, but it wasn't all like Christian. We did like like Hebrew stuff too. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. Like we did um like Adon Olam, uh, and we did oh interesting. And then we did like all this like religious like classical music. It was very weird. We did everything. Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So I grew up from 14 to 18 was singing like, Adonolam, Hashem Allah. Like Hebrew? Yeah. Wow. The term called It's in Ifra. enchantment table shit going on right now. <laughs> so like, that's not my Jesus. I think the closest I heard. I'd be like, it was El Shaddai. Do you know that? No. El Shaddai, El Shaddai. I don't know. The no word. Hebrew, yeah. no Hebrew was spoken at my. Yeah. And it's like age yeah. to age, we're still the same. Yeah, no. It's like a, it's a praise, praise and worship song. I don't even yeah. know if that's fucking Hebrew. We have this joke, like this classic bit on Welcome Boke about this deacon I had who just be like, "Amen, amen." I say to you, four <laughs> leavings of bread, a letter from Paul to the Ephesians. <laughs> Amen, amen, I say to you, <laughs> Jesus Jesus took the disciples down the hill, and they washed his feet, and they laid seven loaves of fish, like just the most- They laid seven loaves <laughs> in his toilet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they laid seven unsliced yeah. loaves, yeah. and they were still the same size. They laid a, a level seven stinker in his toilet. <laughs> Amen, amen, I say to you. Amen, amen, I say to you. Amen, amen. And Jesus. It's always like. Amen, amen, I say to you. Yeah, a letter from Paul to the Phoenicians. Yeah. Jesus. And you always like read like the first or second reading. Nothing really like not the gospel. Right. If if there wasn't a priest around, you know, maybe the gospel, but yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I say to you. Did you have that? The 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 Bible kids would be like, you know what the shortest verse in the Bible is? Jesus wept. It's Catholic shit, so it's different. No. I'm trying to think about what version uh Jesus wept. Oh no. We should call it. Y'all motherfuckers look tired as hell. I am tired. I am But now I'm now I you're talking about something to that took up twenty years away. of my life. You said what? <laughs> now you're talking about something that took took up twenty years of my life. Like, right. Like the catechism and Yeah. And and um yeah. I gotta stress I am wide awake, but I will let we can call I'm it. wide awake. I'm wide awake. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, listen. This is we one. love you guys. <laughs> I'm a fourth wall breaker. I like doing it. <laughs> Me too. Do I like doing it. And do that to um, camera. Join the Discord and hop back in that open collective. You know, this you know? we we we've had episodes where we explained what we're trying to do and build. So you also know share up. with friends. Like if there's anybody. Yeah. Also, we technically have a subreddit r slash jaded form established oh, nice. oh yeah so in addition to the discord 
if you're a redditor you can hop in there and it's not that set up it's kind of like bare bones but start posting stuff yeah mm-hmm. i feel like reddit could be fun mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of like just yeah just a broader around yeah yeah it's, really like yeah, it's broader it's you can just kind of fuck around yeah um yeah i feel like strategically we're kind of just like trying to get these episodes out consistently every two weeks we're still kind of like just getting that down we got a good team um you know we're 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 always expanding and trying to get those more consistent and just get the show itself more consistent um and like part of that though is is getting you know we we're probably going to be doing outreach soon to some of the folks who are donating um if you're a subscriber to the show and you're like supporting with your moolah, uh, we could use your help just with quality control, mm-hmm. give you yeah. early access to some of the first cuts before they drop yeah. and in exchange sort of get your help in finding yeah. errors and mistakes and making sure that by the time it comes out for everyone, it's looking polished and good. So yeah, yeah. be on the lookout, I guess, for outreach on that tip. And we appreciate I mean, I really appreciate people that, you know, are supporting like because we just we just put out an episode every two weeks. There's not a bonus episode or anything. So like yeah. if you're supporting we do technically have one bonus episode. I that's think. true. Oh, yeah. We could. It's episode zero. Episode it's a good zero. one. Yeah, it's pretty it's a funny. Pretty funny one. Yeah. Totoro and the Cosby. Yeah. yeah, it's a funny yeah. one. <laughs> it was it funny. was like literally the first time we tested all this out. Um, yeah. So maybe we could drop that. Um, but we're gonna we want to work towards having more we want to work yeah. towards having more and i was just underlining that like we appreciate that you are supporting without like an immediate um right yeah. uh, content incentive for that but yeah um, those are definitely decision. coming and also it's like we're not we're gonna remember who supported early on for sure yeah yeah um that means a lot so you know stay tuned and for now i mean you're definitely gonna get an episode every two weeks and the more we can pump this up and you know we're trying to get to a week at least weekly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. More. which all yeah, of we want to get more eager but... to do it's it's not that we can't record weekly we were we recorded this episode a day yeah, after the back last to back. one yeah the ashton it's one the... we recorded a day after right. the episode it's six. the post so, yeah. stuff it's the post it's all the posts yeah it's an time hour consuming. you know this is a two hour plus episode already that takes a lot of time to get it's, it's it's like yeah. you're fucking we're, you know we're doing it all ourselves man it's like writing yeah. a book like every book that comes out has like at least like 20 typos in it even ones that right. go through various ed- like that's right. a fact my dad's a writer all books have typos in them yeah, like right. you know so it's just about getting that to a point where it's like a standard that we we can keep consistently so right it's just tough to do when it's when it's this long but we don't want to make shorter episodes. We just want to make the long ones, you know, more consistent and good. So on that point, if you are an editor Mm. and like a professional one at that, um, please tap in. We could use more help on that front. I think in general, um, logistically, there's probably some more areas we could use help in. Yeah. I mean, Um, I think even I was going to say moderation moderation if you if you Uh, especially if you kind of get I mean if you go to our discord we've kind of laid out 
some of the guidelines of yeah. what we're trying to go for community building wise. We're all trying to be hands on with it. I'm already checking Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok all day. So also checking a Discord is like it's a lot of it's shit lot. to be checking yeah. on top of working and also working on the show. So jobs, I'm not yeah. always going to be on top of it, but. We like people that are good at moderating and maybe are aligned principles wise. And I think it would help if maybe there was some like, even if you have a little, I don't know, organizational background or something. I don't know. Like in any context. Yeah. yeah. You're good um, at deal, good at dealing with people, working with people. Right. right. And um, you pay attention to detail and are attentive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and that you and have the time to be on our discord frequently because we kind of don't all have. Yeah. That. um and then i guess just you know building wise like if you know this is this is after an episode where we really kind of like passionately (laughs) explain why we want this to be built um you know so maybe that's resonated with some people and i'll just repeat again you know like if you have resources and you're looking at things that are going to be sustainable and for the commons and are just going to create community in a broader thing and that this thing can help other things become broader things and right. etc yeah. like i'm basically saying like if you got resources like we're we'll we'll fucking we're all down to do this we're also yeah. tapped in tomorrow. This is like yeah we're yeah. tapped in between thousands of people on this sort of tip at this point yeah so right. we're there yeah. The one thing I was going to add, too, is if anyone has connections with people who might make for dope guests, yeah, send yeah. our send our shit their way. Yeah. Say, hey, these people would probably fuck with you. Yeah. You yeah. probably fuck with them. And we could bring them on and have cool conversations. Yeah. yeah. Especially people who are experts in, you know. And women. Ecologic yeah. women. Yeah. E- Experts, experts in women. Uh, women Can't be all dudes all the time. That's a big one. Like, I'm even down to have, like, you know, scientists, ecological people, uh, people who are are specialized in, you know, the effects on the climate, technology, technology, history. History would be fire. Like, literally anyone who you think uh, would be good to have on. Um, I'm yeah. I'm specifying too someone that you have a connection to or no because people always put you should get X really yeah, big yeah, famous yeah. person on yeah they yeah. should be great they, guess. why could, haven't they been on yeah yet? no you literally could yeah, do that. Yeah. you could challenge them in the court of ideas yeah, yeah. in the marketplace, marketplace of, ideas. of ideas yeah this is not a debate show and never will be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's not a call out show yeah, and never will yeah, be it's not that not either. it'll yeah. never be a surprise you with yeah, a your no. canceled thing yeah, like right. never no. gonna yeah. be that sorry and like yeah it's about trust building on the front end and alignment in yeah terms of values. don't People recommend who... someone unless you literally know them yeah i would say it would be it would be a good yeah. start yeah um because we're not gonna have them on until we talk to them first where this isn't yeah. like a i mean with some exceptions this yeah. isn't really a yeah. show where we just have folks on that we've never talked to or don't right know. right like right. for example like the nick situation zine Yudoya, i hadn't met him but like i had talked to nick personally over the phone and knew him for a minute before that happened so yeah. it's like we're just trying to do it um 
with some trust. Uh, with some well. trust, some familiarity, and, and grounding I think it, it makes it better that way anyway. I think it's grounding yeah. it in humanity also and not being this transactional thing. It's not like right. a no jumper interview. He's like, so I, you fucking, what do you, how do you fuck? It's not like an interview like that. <laughs> so you're a crip. What's that like? Yeah, what's jail like? What was jail like? Like, that's like... <laughs> It's like 50%. That right. hand throw. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you're telling me people were in jail and they were acting like they were in jail because they were in jail? Whoa. Whoa. I've never been in jail. I just do porn. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in jail, that would be like fucked up, dude. Wow. It's fucked up. Oh. I got Lisa Simpson on my head. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've uh, ever heard. And we're not trying to beef with other people. That's yeah. that wasn't. That's just a joke. <laughs> just a cheat, chai. We're not, you know, we don't know. Not trying to beef with anybody at all. Fucking uh, Anyways, yeah. all right, let's do the count. Let's do it. All right, on four, fellas. You want to do it? Yeah, you I'll do count it. it. Okay. One, two, three, four.